It's game day. And time for Red Rebel Football on your home for Rebel Radio, 95.7 Duke FM. The Rebel Radio crew was about to set the stage for what hopes to be another Red Rebel victory on the Kitchen Tune-Up pregame show. Tell Mama and them to get set for the Twin City Certified Maryville Game of the Week. And look out, because here come those Rebels. Good game day to you, and welcome to Rebel Radio live from Ray Hughes Stadium on the campus of Oakland High School here in Murfreesboro for the Twin City Certified in Maryville Game of the Week in the Kitchen Tune-Up pregame show. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Ben Metz, and tonight the Rebels travel for the first time here in 2022 playoffs and have landed in the mid-state with a familiar playoff foe in front of them, the Patriots of Oakland High School. The host Patriots come into tonight 12-1, a perfect 5-0 in region play in the regular season. Their lone loss, a non-conference mid-season loss to foe CPA. Uh, that gets us to the semifinal matchup. Uh, they have beaten Shelbyville, Lebanon, and Blackman. The Rebels come in at 10-3, and three, victorious over Morristown East, Bearden, and Science Hill. Can the Red Rebels leave Oakland with another digit in the win column and punch their ticket to the state championship game? Well, Ben, we're about to find out. But as we look to preview tonight's matchup, how about them Rebels? State, semis, 6A football, Black Friday. Got to go with Charlie Daniels tonight, Wayne. The Rebels went down to Oakland. They were looking for a goal to steal. They were in a bind, three games behind, and ready to wheel and deal. When they came across the Patriots there on the gridiron, they were playing it hot. The defense jumped up and tackling scrum and said, Oakland, let me tell you what. I guess you didn't know it, but we are a football players too. And if you care to take a dare, we'll go to battle with you. With names like Frankie, Peyton, Manneker, and give us Gage Ledoux. I'll bet a ball of gold against your soul because we might be better than you. Ben, uh, I feel like it's a night like tonight, a chilly night like tonight. You're saying the Rebels need to rosin up that bow and play Oakland hard because the Rebels are breaking into the borough. Oh. And Coach Hunt's going to deal the cards. If we win, we'll get to play for a ball made of gold. So let's kick this thing off and let them Red Rebels roll. Oh, oh, that's what I'm talking hey, about. I'm like Toby Keith. I ain't as good as I once was, but I'm as good once as I ever was. We're ready now. Hey, guys, uh, big-time night here tonight. It's a chilly, brisk night here in Murfreesboro, but the rain has stayed away from us, and uh, looks like it's going to be chilly, uh, but a good night of football. Uh, of course, the sun has set here in, mid- in the mid-state. And the Red Rebels have warmed up uh, and have now taken it to the locker room to get ready for this semifinal matchup. Uh, been 11 times these teams have, have faced each other. A lot of those, I think eight of the, the 11 times have been, or nine of the 11 times, have been in the postseason. So a lot on the line when these two see each other in between the hash marks. And I, I think tonight's going to be no different. Five games apiece, the victory uh, for the series, 5-5, five and five, 11 tonight. Uh, will make the difference. One team will take that advantage. Can it be the Red Rebels? Uh, I don't. I don't see why not. Yeah, going back the last several years, this game's determined who the champion is in 6A. It'll, it'll definitely be decided in the trenches. Coach Creasy, he runs the multiple wing formation. He tries to outflank and outnumber 
the first and second levels. He's had multiple 3,000 rush seasons. On the opposite side of the ball, Wayne, the opponents against Maribel are only averaging 88 yards rushing against this Rebel defense. With the exception of the CPA game, uh, the Patriots score an average of 52 points per game. So, uh, you know, Gage has been running the football well the last ball, last few ball games, so I'm excited to see what happens tonight. Yeah, I think unlike years past, uh, the Maribel defensive staff have the CPA game that they can reference to see what slowed this Patriot group down. Uh, they are 12-1 and coming into tonight. That lone loss being the CPA back on October the 6th, but it was a 35-14 to thumping, Ben. I mean, it wasn't a slight victory. It wasn't a fourth-quarter comeback. CPA managed that game and took it from the Patriots. So I think that film was probably one that was watched quite a bit this week defensively, and uh, we'll see how many of those attributes come into tonight's matchup. But uh, like you said, a high-scoring offense, not allowing a lot of points. I think 13 points is kind of the average that I'm seeing. Uh, But really, in the postseason, post that loss to CPA, it really frustrated the Patriots. Riverdale only could muster six. Liberty Creek shut out. Rockville, seven. Shelbyville, shut out. Lebanon, seven points. And then Blackman last week, 23 points, but uh, was able to nearly double them up, 48-23. to 23. So, so Oakland is in their comfort zone here in the postseason. They're in their home stadium here tonight. It's going to be an uphill battle for the Red Rebels, but as Coach Hunt is going to talk about later in his interview, They've reinvented themselves many times this year, can do it again this week. But, uh, Ben, let's let's talk about last week's matchup. The way the Red Rebels got here uh, was a, a really nice game against Science Hill. A lot of great defensive performance. But last week, Smoky Mountain Axe House player of the game was Corbin Price, the first 300-point scorer from Maryville High School uh, on the football field. And uh, he did that with his leg. The first PAT hit the 300 mark, and then he added to that later in the game with extra points and uh, field goals later in that game. But we were able to sit down with him this week, do this week's Red Hot Minute, and you'll be interested to hear Corbin's answers. Very precise, very uh, punctual, and, and he knows what he wants. And I'll leave it at that. But here's this week's Red Hot Minute. Corbin Price, the first 300-point scorer in Maryville High School history. And we're pleased to be joined by last week's Smoky Mountain Axe House player of the game, the one, the only, Corbin Price. Corbin, we talked about it in the postgame show, the first 300-point score in Maryville High School football history. That did earn you the Smoky Mountain Axe House player of the game. How's uh, how's your week been? Uh, it's been pretty good. Got off school uh, yesterday, uh, still practicing, uh, enjoying practice. Uh, wonderful weather we're having for practice and uh, excited for Thanksgiving with my family. Good deal. A tradition unlike any other the Black Friday football games that Maryville's come accustomed to playing in and that'll happen this Friday night against the Oakland Patriots. This week's Red Hot Minute, 60 seconds on the clock. We're going to ask you shotgun style questions so that our listeners can learn a little bit more about Corbin Price but uh, probably more things they didn't know uh, than things they might have had an idea about. Are you ready? I am. The game begins in 3, 2, 1... All right, Corbin, if you could own any vehicle, regardless of price, what would it be? Uh, probably a 1981 uh, limited edition Corvette Stingray that my grandmother had. Love the detail. Uh, what's your favorite junk food? Uh, sour punch straws used as a straw in Gatorade. What is your favorite non-football activity? Probably right now, flying. If you could go to any sporting event, regardless of price... What would it be? Probably next time Tennessee makes it to a uh, national championship. What athlete do you look up to most, past or present? Uh, 
Probably somebody like uh, Kobe. What is your favorite non-sports-related class in school? Lunch. Love it, love it. Way to finish <laughs> there, Corbin. The sound has been made, and that means you've outlasted this week's Red Hot Minute. Uh, we learned a little bit about, about you, probably some things you didn't know. I love the detail in all your questions. You had years, models, and all kinds of different things. Oh, yeah. Uh, but one question I didn't get to, and we have to ask it because everybody's given me their answer, and it's been from really highly rated to maybe – maybe uh, low rankings for, for self-reflection. Uh, what would you rate your karaoke skills? Uh, one being a, a kind of a poor score and then 10 being like Carrie Underwood. Oh, if it's if it's country, I'm going Carrie Underwood all the way. Love but it. If so it's, if it's rap or any other genre, I don't know. We're, we're looking at maybe a three. I think it's all in the flair, how you present it, right? But uh, Oh, yeah. Uh, so Coach Hunt was an eight. Can't remember. There was a couple other that were around seven and eight. So I think there's a boy band in the making or maybe like a like a little big town kind of duo we could have uh, just in rebel football but (laughs) corbin uh man i I appreciate you joining us and again congratulations record setting performance there last friday night as you become the first player in maryville high school history to score 300 points in football so excited for you for that but ultimately uh, i know you're gearing up for oakland so don't want to take any more time away from that prep but uh have a good thanksgiving Uh, we're excited to see you guys friday night and go get them. You too. Thank you so much. That has been Corbin Price, last week's Smoky Mountain Axe House player of the game. Let's take a break. Listen to these fine sponsors when we come back. More of the Kitchen Tune-Up pregame show right here on Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. You can get a kitchen tune-up in just days, not weeks, with Kitchen Tune-Up. Locally and family-owned Kitchen Tune-Up can update your kitchen with cabinet refacing, painting, new countertops, a backsplash, even a full custom kitchen makeover. The skilled craftsman of Kitchen Tune-Up can transform your outdated kitchen in days, not weeks. Choose American-made cabinetry and accessories, or save time and money with cabinet refacing, remodeling your expectations in days, not weeks. Learn more at kitchentuneup.com. Kitchen Tune-Up is a proud sponsor of Maryville High School Football. And welcome back to the Kitchen Tune-Up pregame show right here on Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Ben Metz, and we are live from the visiting stands here at Ray Hughes Stadium on the campus of Oakland High School. Corbin Price, last week's player of the game, Ben. Uh, favorite class is lunch, so we're already buddies now. And then the uh, 81 Corvette, that's sweet. And then did you catch the Tennessee fandom there? He said the next time they make it. So it's not it's not <laughs> if they make it, it's not could it happen, it's the next time it happens. That's when I want to go. Yeah, and I like the detail he had with the 81 Corvette. I mean, he was a kid that really had it put together. We were looking for him after the game. Remember, we couldn't find him. He was already ready to go home and start focusing on this game. Yeah. And, um, so and just, a, just an excellent kid. And he's a worker. Uh, I mean, Coach Hunt ta- will talk about it here in just a minute. He's a guy that goes to work every day, does what he needs to do, gets his reps in, and, and is ready when his uh, name's called. Uh, early in his career, he's a four-year player, uh, four-year kicker for the Red Rebels. Uh, in this very game, uh, really, he announced his presence, kicked them into a state championship game uh, back in, uh, in, I think, 2019. So uh, really excited for what that can look like for Corbin here tonight. Can he make an impact? I think there's no doubt if given the opportunity that'll be there. Uh, but also uh, was able to sit down with Coach Derek Hunt. You know, I think uh, he's a, he's a one-game season kind of guy. Every week is a different look. Uh, he's just ready to, to – 
finish 1-0 this week and then get ready for the next one. Well, this one, a familiar foe, but uh, a very uh, very different-looking team than a year ago. Uh, looking at their stat sheet, their, their top two running backs and their top three receivers no longer play for the Patriots at Oakland High School, but they still are able to score at a very high rate and still able to defend at an extremely high rate. So Coach Hunt is going to have an opportunity to share with us kind of what he saw last week out of his team and then what he's hoping to see out of the Oakland Patriots. Here's the coach's interview right here on the Kitchen Tune-Up pregame show. You're listening to Rebel Radio. And we're pleased to be joined by the head football coach of the Maryville Red Rebels, Coach Derek Hunt. Coach, as always, thanks for the time. And and before we get too far, happy Thanksgiving. Yes, sir. Happy Thanksgiving to you. Coach, great win last Friday night. A Science Hill team that had really kind of found themselves and had gotten hot late in the season. And that defense and and a bunch of different players were able to extinguish that flame. Uh, Slow down a Tyler Moon that had really had a great end of his season. What would you see from your team last Friday night? Yeah, defense was phenomenal, especially early. Um, you know, Maniker played a phenomenal game. Um, I just feel like, uh, you know, we're, we're obviously playing really well at the right time. We've played we, – we, we've had asked different guys to step up in different roles, and, and they've done a great job playing more sophomores, playing more young guys due to injury and whatnot. But, you know, it's kind of a next-man-up mentality, and, and it's, really, it's really awesome to see some of these guys step up and some of these seniors to continue to improve even in the playoffs. Well, and, and Coach, uh, talking about it, just a steady eddy on, on this football team, Corbin Price, uh, he becomes the first 300-point guy in Maryville High School football history. What, what, do you, what do you got to say about Corbin Price, last week's Smoky Mountain Axe House player of the game? Yeah, Mr. Consistent, obviously you count on him, and I feel like he's been here for 12 years. You know, he kicked us into the, into the state championship game, you know, as a freshman. And uh, he's just been he's been a joy and we've been very fortunate to have him. And, you know, now he's this year he's taking on all the punt duties and kick. He's doing everything. And so I just had a tremendous year and couldn't be happier for him and and expect him to, to have, have the chance to make a big difference in this, this week's game. It was funny. You know, we always uh, get the player of the game up after the game and Corbin, very workmanlike mentality. He was uh, he was on his way to his vehicle trying to trying to get home, get ready for Oakland. <laughs> yeah. So, I bet he was. But uh, found him, got him back up there, actually did the, the first Facebook Live player of the game interview, so that was good. But uh, but a lot of different contributors. You talk about Maniker. Uh, how big was it last week for your defense, not only to give you the short field to start the game, but then Maniker the scoop and score to really, uh, in a time where I think Science Hill was trying to find a little bit of rhythm, kind of extinguish that flame? Yeah, I mean, you know, for him to – for him to make those two plays, you know, we had we had just fumbled into the end zone and, you know, felt like you gave one away. So for him to make that play in the second half was huge. That got us back up three scores, and, you know, we were able to take care of business from that point on. Late in that game was really uh, substituting a lot of young kids. Was, uh, it, was that an injury thing, or was that just to really know that this week's matchup and even beyond uh, could could need uh, all hands on deck? Yeah, I mean, well, we were up 20, you know, 25, 28 points. So late in the fourth quarter, we're always going to do that and try to keep guys healthy and get ready to play next week. Well, you talk about moving to next week, and this week's 
matchup at the end of the game last week. It could have been Blackman. It could have been uh, Oakland. Oakland ends up prevailing in that game, but a tight game late uh, between Oakland and Blackman. We will see the Patriots, I believe, for the ninth consecutive semifinal matchup. How how big is that? Just a tradition now in East Tennessee. you got to see Oakland and Maryville uh, there at the semifinal round. What have you seen from the Patriots? Obviously, they're really good football team. They look like clones of themselves. I just feel like every year, um, you know, they, they, they have so many good players, big, fast, physical, aggressive, well-coached, all the above. They check every box. And so we'll, you know, we'll have our hands full, obviously playing down there, going to be tough, but it's something our kids are really excited about just to have another opportunity. I mean, we were, had so many critics this year, thought, you know, thinking maybe this team wouldn't even get back to the quarters or, and, and, and but definitely not the semifinals. And, uh, you know, after some losses earlier in the year, but here we are, you know, with another chance, you know, playing good football, trying to find a chance to win or trying to find a way to win every single game. We've reinvented ourselves a little bit here of late. And so we're going to try to do it again. And our kids are so excited. And I'm just proud that they have this opportunity that they've worked so hard for. This is just another senior class that all four years have made it at least to the semifinals. Uh, but this is an Oakland team. They run an old school type of football, but they have a lot of different playmakers at different positions. I was looking at their season stats uh, earlier in the week. They have, uh, I think, north of uh, 3,600 rushing yards on the season, and that's huge. But not a single player, I think, has over 650. So they just they spread the ball around a lot. Does that uh, obviously does that make it uh, more difficult to defend? Well, for sure, you know, and and they have so many bodies running back and tight end and can and can uh, you know make so many different plays with different guys, and so that's what makes it tough. Um, you know, they do such a great job mixing it up. I think Coach Creasy, he, you know, he does he does a phenomenal job. You know, he's been doing it for a long time, so he knows what he's doing, and it'll be it'll be tough. So this will be the 11th uh, matchup in the series uh, for Oakland and Maryville, and it's really went uh, – it's kind of been a little back-and-forth battle. Uh, first two uh, victories went to the Rebels, and then it's kind of been two for uh, a piece uh, over the last several years, obviously Oakland getting – uh, the best of it uh, the last two years. This team, uh, like you said, have found new ways to win, reinvented themselves in the postseason. And I don't expect this week to be any different. A uh, lot of a uh, lot of success stories you can write from this uh, this year. But I guess how much has this adversity you've seen in 2022? Uh, the loss to Alcoa West, Cleveland, seeing those three teams and those top-tier teams that are two of the three still playing in this very round, uh, how has that prepared you for this week's matchup? Yeah, I mean, we play a tough schedule every year, and that's something that we look forward to. And I think um, I don't think there's any doubt it prepares us for these types of games. You know, we, we, we want to play stiff competition, and, and you know, it's, it's all about making a deep run in the playoffs. Certainly we want to win every game, um, but if I had to choose – you know, losing a game and making deep playoff runs or being undefeated and getting bounced early in the playoffs, I would always choose the deep playoff run. So, you know, that's we set our schedule up for that and then go try to win every game and just see what happens. But we know we're going to get better at the end of the day. Well, Coach, uh, Thanksgiving tradition or a Black Friday tradition has become uh, – this is the 23rd uh, consecutive semifinal appearance for the Red Rebels, a mark that uh, I don't think anybody's close, and it may never be. Uh, so it's a tradition that's uh, that's very much heralded in this area and definitely in this community. So uh, congrats to you and just continuing that tradition, and best of luck this, uh, this Friday night. At Oakland, best of luck, Coach. I know uh, it's going to be the best version of the Rebels here uh, in the semifinals, and, uh, and go get them. Yes, sir. Thank you so much.
And that has been the Coach Derek Hunt interview right here on the Kitchen Tune-Up pregame show. Let's listen to a few sponsors. Uh, come right back with more pregame right here on Rebel Radio 95.7, Duke FM. You can get a kitchen tune-up in just days, not weeks, with Kitchen Tune-Up. Locally and family-owned Kitchen Tune-Up can update your kitchen with cabinet refacing, painting, new countertops, a backsplash, even a full custom kitchen makeover. The skilled craftsman of Kitchen Tune-Up can transform your outdated kitchen in days, not weeks. Choose American-made cabinetry and accessories, or save time and money with cabinet refacing, remodeling your expectations in days, not weeks. Learn more at kitchentuneup.com. Kitchen Tune-Up is a proud sponsor of Maryville High School Football. And welcome back inside the Kitchen Tune-Up pregame show. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Ben Metz and uh, Ben Chili Confines here at Ray Hughes Stadium, but Rebel Radio in place, intact, and set up and ready to go. Yeah, the season has allowed us to uh, handle these situations, Wayne. We've had a couple of situations throughout the year to, to where we can adapt. I think so. I think uh, flexibility. I'm I'm darn near a gy- gymnast now. I mean, I think I can do it all. Uh, but uh, we're going to do the uh, the projected starters here for the Red Rebels. The Rebel Radio starting lineup. We'll start on defense. Uh, the defensive front will be Caleb Graham, Frankie Diaz, and Jason Maniker. The linebackers will be Peyton Cooper, Jacob Richmond, Brandon Husky, and Isaiah French. The backfield defensive backfield will be Cannon Johnson. Hutton Jones, Zeke McCoy, and Drew Wallace. Uh, looks like the specialist Corbin Price will be the punter and place kicker. Long snapper Peyton Cooper and holder Caleb Dunford. And then the offense for the Red Rebels, the tackles. Alex Boyd and Blake Heckman. The guards, Jay Adams and Houston Ratledge and Cal Grubbs, the center. Wide receivers, Zeke McCoy, Caleb Dunford, and D.J. Gillins. Uh, running back will be Gage Ledoux. Fullback tight end will be Dinner Bell Jonah Arms. Quarterback will be Matthew Clemmer, and your Red Rebels are coached by Coach Derek Hunt. Cooper, Richmond, French combined for 38 tackles last week, Wayne. Yeah, I think uh, I think that's going to be a point of emphasis for this defense to slow down Oakland is how can that uh, linebacking core and defensive front create pressure against the quarterback for Oakland. Yeah, and you had a great you had a great game by Gage Ledoux. We talked about he had 28 yards rushing in the first half, and then. Finishes the game at 207 yards rushing, so a couple big names in there on that lineup. Yeah, Cade Hewitt is going to be the quarterback for Oakland. You'll hear his name a lot, number 17 on your on your program. Uh, but he is uh, he's the most touchdowns on the team. He's got the most rushing yards. Uh, he is a factor in this offense. I think bar none, you slow down number 17, you have a really good uh, chance to impact positively. Uh, your football team's chances in a, in a matchup. But uh, you look at it, they've had, uh, they're very patient. Uh, again, even watching the CPA game, a lot of uh, things didn't necessarily go their way, but they continued to chop wood uh, late in that football game. So you got to continue to play ebb and flow, uh, the ball control side of this game, and uh, see what you can do to slow down this uh, Oakland offense. Yeah, they have multiple rushers, over 400 yards rushing. You talked about. Um, you talked about uh, Khalil James, uh, Mason Bell, C.J. Puckett. These are guys that, that can run the ball very well. But as you mentioned, Cade Hewitt, he's 82 for 131 attempts, uh, 1,314 yards passing, 11 touchdowns and five interceptions, and he had an official visit um, in Oklahoma last, last weekend. 
Yeah, uh, yeah. I think anytime you're getting D1 offers, D1 looks, or even requests to be visited, uh, I think that's going to be a big uh, factor in that. I, I don't know that he plays quarterback at the next level. That's just my opinion. Uh, but I do think uh, he's being looked at just athletically uh, to play big-time football. Uh, but, Ben, uh, I think as we uh, get ever closer, looks like about seven and a half minutes till kickoff here from Oakland High School. Uh, what's your keys to tonight's victory? And then we'll uh, we'll kick it down to Hippie. So, number one, continue to contain and stop the run. The Patriots have five different runners with 450-plus yards, seven yards per carry. Last week, the Rebels held Tyler Moon and Science Hill to 80 yards rushing. I mean, I talked about the three linebackers and how they combined for 38 tackles. So, number two, balance is key. Coach Hunt wants to see a balanced offense. Gage Ledoux had 28 yards rushing in the first half and finished with 208. Um, and then number three, get off the field on third down. And as we say that, we'll come back to Hippie after the national anthem. Here from Oakland High School, you're listening to Rebel Radio. It's barbecue time in Maryville, and Pistol Creek Eats is your local fix for award-winning melt-in-your-mouth brisket and barbecue. They're a fan-favorite barbecue food truck in our area, and Pistol Creek Eats can be available for your block parties, catering, and tailgate needs. Looking for a quick stop for quality barbecue? Look no further than a Taste of Blunt award winner in Pistol Creek Eats. You can check out their website, PistolCreekEats.com, or you can check them out on social media to see where they're going to be each and every week, but Pistol Creek Eats, Blunt County's own top shelf barbecue. And you can thank me later. Are you looking to buy or sell a home in East Tennessee? Want a realtor with the honesty and integrity you deserve? Then you need to call Cody Knuckles with Keller Williams Realty in Maryville. Cody is a realtor who invests in our local community and will work for you on your buying or selling project. He's people-focused and faith-driven to get the job done for you and make your real estate dreams a reality. So pick up the phone and call 865-404-3033. That's 865-404-3033. And let Cody Knuckles take your real estate goals from a First down to a touchdown. Craving some amazing eats today? REO Cheese Wagon features a gourmet grilled cheese selection made to order. Their menu includes some old favorites and unexpected pairings to keep you coming back for more. Voted Reader's Choice Best Food Truck in Blunt County, I guarantee somewhere between Nacho Mama and Blackberry Smoke, you will find your favorite. Follow REO Cheese Wagon on Facebook so you can mark your calendars on where to find that cheesy goodness each day. Or visit their website at REOCheeseWagon.com. REO Cheese Wagon, grilled cheese with a gourmet twist. El Jimador Mexican Grill, a Blunt County tradition for 20 years. El Jimador Mexican Grill is fast, filling, and fantastic Mexican food at a fair price. Come to El Jimador Mexican Grill for daily lunch specials Monday through Saturday from 11 till 4. Dine in for a great dinner with family and friends or call ahead for takeout anytime. Open Sunday through Thursday till 10, Friday and Saturday until 1030. Your fiesta awaits at El Jimador Mexican Grill, 1705 East Lamar Alexander Parkway in Maryville. Call 8 65681-6040. El Jimador Mexican Grill, a proud sponsor of Blunt County Sports. Down till the sun comes up. And welcome back to Oakland High School. You're listening to Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Ben Metz. And uh, national anthem is complete now, Ben. Uh, so we're going to jump down to our sideline reporter, Mr. Chris Hips, for tonight's Hippies Keys to Victory. Hey, fellas. Yeah, I'm down here on the sideline. Uh, keys to tonight's big matchup. Number one, got to set the edge, especially on defense. Uh, you know, especially with this wing tee, you can't let it get out in front. Um, overpower, you got to keep it uh, bottled up. 
Secondly, for the offense, I think uh, got to get that passing game going. I love that little screenshots that they've been doing. Uh, the flares across the middle to uh, um, Jackson, you got to get those going as well to get this defense pushed back. And lastly, you know, Maryville's been here before. It's just another big game. You know, keep the intensity. The sideline's been rocking. The, the players are rocking. Keep that intensity for all, you know, 48 minutes, and hopefully we'll be going to Chattanooga. I'd love to see it. And uh, the, the, the banner that the team just ran through said uh, they're here to set the record straight uh, that the Red Rebels are going back to state. Uh, I can't agree with Hippie more. Keep that intensity going right now. As soon as you come to the sidelines, just stay fired up the whole game. Well, and I love what the Red Rebels have brought here to Oakland. Their uniform combo is is going to be the white jerseys, road whites, red numerals trimmed in black, and they're going to have the black football pants, red and white stripes on either side. Traditional Rebel helmet uh, with the Red, red Rebel script on either side. They're going to have a team prayer, but captains will come to midfield. Oakland's going to be in their home red unis, uh, red jerseys, white and blue stripes on either shoulder pad, white numerals, and then it's going to be red football pants and a white old-school New England Patriots helmet with Patrick the Patriot on either side. So good-looking uniforms for both teams, and they're uh, doing the cordials, about to kick this one away. It's a traditional uniform combo for this matchup, Wayne. And uh, looking at the team captains, they're out there again doing the coin flip for the Oakland Patriots. Will be number 53, Zachary Turk. Number 24, that's going to be Quintavious Lizenby. Number 12, Jeremiah Collins. And number 23, Jarrell Franklin. And for the Maryville Red Rebels will be number 54, Cal Grubbs. Number 8, Cannon Johnson. Number 93, Zeke Goen. And number 44, Peyton Cooper. So, again, uh, having the coin flip out there. You've listened to the Kitchen Tune-Up pregame show uh, right here on Rebel Radio. And, Ben, it's about time to kick this one off. Yeah, and I love that Cannon's out there. He's had a great season as a lockdown corner. You know, he, he's had those interceptions and uh, 49 tackles on the season. I think uh, we're going to we, – they have completed the coin flip. Looks like Oakland won the toss, wants the football. Uh, so they're going to try to set the tone early. Let's take a break. Listen to one fine sponsor. When we come back, kickoff here from Oakland High School. You're listening to Rebel Radio 95.7, Duke FM. Located in Maryville, Tennessee, Huddleston Law Firm was founded in 2005 by Rob Huddleston with a mission to provide top-notch legal services to the residents of Blunt and Knox counties, as well as many surrounding counties. Huddleston Law Firm is ready to fight for you in criminal or juvenile court, simple wills and divorces, child custody and adoption matters, and domestic law services. Call Huddleston Law Firm at 865-983-5500 or go online to the Huddleston Law Firm.com. Huddleston Law Firm understands you have many options in East Tennessee for representation. They realize that fact and always appreciate your business. And welcome back to the Twin City Certified in Maryville Game of the Week. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Ben Metz. A good pregame show, a lot of good information. Now it's football time here from Oakland High School. But, Ben, I uh, want to thank our sponsors for what uh, what makes it uh, possible for us to make it down here. Of course, Twin City Certified in Maryville, Stevenson Tire, Cody Knuckles with Keller Williams, Pistol Creek Eats, REO Cheese Wagon, Painter One of Knoxville, Kitchen Tune-Up of Knoxville, 95.7 Duke FM, Dwight Price of Realty Executives, Common Sense Pest Control, El Himidor Mexican Grill, the Huddleston Law Firm, Lee Franks of Volunteer Home Mortgage, Smoky Mountain Axe House, and yes, 
Denzo Manufacturing, all great sponsors that's been with us all season long. Yeah, what great support they showed this week on social media for not only uh, the kids playing in this game, but for Maryville High School in general. Yeah, I think, uh, and that's just a start of many things to come. Again, inaugural year here with the Duke, and uh, hopefully one of uh, many as we move forward. But uh, we're all eyes are right here tonight at, at Oakland High School. A semifinal matchup, a lot on the line as the winner will advance to the state championship game next weekend in uh, in Chattanooga, and the loser season will come to an end uh, as uh, one of the four best teams in 6A football. Yeah, Hippie talked about this game's going to be determined down in the trenches, both teams, how they push on offense, how they how they cover on defense and, and blitz on the edge there. Um, that's going to be key compared to last year. You know, Oakland was 7 or 8 on third down conversions, so it's going to be very important that we continue the trend of getting off the field on third down. Well, and I like, honestly, Oakland taking the football right here because I think we would have deferred it had we won the, won the toss, but this is kind of like an overtime. You want them to have offense first so you kind of know what you need out of the deal. And so I think Maryville's defense getting out there, they're the hype bunch. They're the ones that's going to have to kind of slow down this Oakland attack. And I think you're, you're able to see firsthand uh, what the Patriots have prepared for the Rebels this week. Yeah, and we talked in the pregame a lot about the rushing number and that this defense has only allowed 88 yards rushing on an average this season. Yeah, they've been stingy to say the least. Uh, here at Oakland High School, if you're, you're wondering why we continue to talk and not have a football game, is uh, they've set the clock to 12 minutes, but both teams are still huddled, probably TV calls here. Uh, but the weather here at uh, at Oakland, it's chilly but not bad. Wind is blowing from right to left. And, uh, again, a clear night, uh, cloudy up there, but it's fine down here. So I think it's going to be a fun night of football. Yeah, it's a pretty good temperature for a, for a football game. Not too cold and, and not too windy, right? Yeah, we're here amongst the faithful here on the opposing side. Again, uh, uh, press box has not been our friend this season, and tonight uh, just continued that trend. So uh, we appreciate the attempts by Oakland's athletic director, but uh, inevitably we went, ended up over here in the stands. Yeah, at least we're not battling those mammoth-sized uh, mosquitoes. All right, we're going to take a 10-second break, get a station ID. When we come back, kickoff here from Oakland High School. You're listening to Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. From the Hep Roofing Studios, we want to be your roofer. This is WDKW, Maryville, Knoxville, 95.7 Duke FM. Your home for Maryville Rebels football. And welcome back to Oakland High School, Ray Hughes Stadium and Rebel Radio. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Ben Metz, and it is the TV guy. On If you're watching college football, it's the red hat. Well, here it's going to be the yellow shirt. So uh, that guy is out there waiting on this one. So both teams, uh, both special teams units are ready, uh, but just not able to go out there just yet. Yeah, and it's important, you know, when you have a delay like this to start out the game is to keep the intensity on the sidelines. Coaches are doing a really good job of that right now with the Maryville Rebel. And uh, just to give a little insight of what we're seeing here, Patriots uh, a couple years ago actually added turf probably three or four years ago now, uh, but they have blue end zones, Patriots in one in white numerals trimmed in red, and the other one is Oakland, same color combo. And the center O is uh, a, an O with an American flag on it, so very, very patriotic uh, here at Oakland High School. White goalpost. Just give them everything, right, Ben? Yeah, just keep, <laughs> yeah, keep it classy on both sides. Right? Full, full track around this field. And again, a, a nice, uh, nice opposing side. Uh, that's where we we get to set up shop. 
You know, Wayne, I'm really excited tonight just to see how Gage Ledoux performs on this defensive line. You know, you're talking about a guy that, uh, you know, had those 207 yards rushing and three touchdowns last week. And then uh, in Science Hill, you know, um, you know, he had the 199 yards against Bearden. Um, you know, I think a key piece there is he didn't play the entirety of either of those games. Right. right. So this is a, that's going to be a piece, obviously. If, if you've turned on a Red Rebel football game, Gage Ledoux is what you're going to see, especially after Noah's injury there. Uh, so I think that's going to be it. But as the uh, yellow shirt uh, has uh, – he's still standing out there, but the Rebels, uh, they're, they're trying, to keep, uh, kind of trying to keep warm. They're running back and forth. But looks like now they're going to actually let the teams get in formation. Uh, and looks like Corbin Price is going to be the kick, the kicker here. And looks like deep for for Oakland is going to be number two. Uh, that's going to be Stephen Ellison. He's a junior defensive back, and trying to get the other number. Twenty-one, I think, is the number. Uh, that's going to be Dravion Oldham. And they're still waiting. They got a big front up here on special teams for Oakland. Got a really good kicker, Wayne Jacob Taylor. We talked a lot about it on the way up here. He averages 49 yards per punt. He, he hit a 72-yarder this year, um, and he's pretty strong kicking the field goal as well, uh, the field goal distance as well. Um, he hit a 42-yarder. Didn't hit a 47-yarder like Corbin Price, but uh, uh, you know they got a good kicker there. Yeah, he's he's only punted nine times this season. I think that's a key point in tonight's game. We need to get him working, uh, but then also. 77 of 77 in PAT, 6 of 6 uh, from kicking field goals. So he's uh, he's accurate. He's good. We watched him in pregames. I think uh, I think we actually saw him kick a 53-yarder in pregame. But, again, I, I told him, told the guys off air, and I'll tell you all on. Uh, he didn't have anybody running at him. I think that's a big that's right. dynamic uh, when you're kicking field goals, that uh, adrenaline kind of pushing up there. Uh, but, um, guys, this is serious. This is crazy. Uh, looks like they're finally getting the special teams unit out there. Uh, Corbin Price with the tee, with the football, and he's going to get his uh, get his game set up. Last week, Smoky Mountain Axe House Player of the Week, and uh, the, the first 300-point scorer will kick this one off to start this semifinal matchup uh, between two juggernauts here in the last, I mean, probably the last two decades, this century, uh, but ultimately this 11th matchup, nothing's bigger than right now. Yeah, 17 state title to Maryville, 18 to to the Patriots, 19 to Maryville, 20 to the Patriots, 21 to the Patriots, just back and forth. See if we can turn this one back. Uh, still the TV guy stands over there on the 10-yard line. Probably not the happiest guy on, on campus here today as everybody's yelling at him, including our, our own stat man, Mr. Ken May. The thing is, is this is not good for either team. I, I'm not real sure. Uh, again, that countdown's been going since, since we got here. We got here just at 5 o'clock, and that thing was counting down at that time. So he knew how much time he had to get commercials in. Yeah, and, and I talked a little bit about it. It doesn't help either side because, you know, you have this delay in the game. It's it's still a cold evening, so you came out. You had a lot of energy. You did your pregame. You're ready to go. So. Uh, it's very important for the captains and the coaches to keep you keep you going, keep you motivated for this ball game. If you're just joining us, we are in a TV delay before the game gets started, and uh, so long that Oakland's actually switched their deep man. It's now number 12, Jeremiah Collins, and uh, to kick it away for the Red Rebels is still Corbin Price. 
We're here at Ray Hughes Stadium on the campus of Oakland High School here in Murfreesboro. Uh, gained an hour getting here, but was still uh, still a good three-hour drop. Yeah. It's one of those deals, Ben. I, I kind of think we probably should go to break, but as soon as I do, he'll walk off the field. Right. Well, let's you, talk, you know any good jokes? Well, let's talk a little bit about this multiple wing T formation, Wayne. Oh. I mean, Shelf it. We've got the guy walking to the sideline. Here we go. It's football time here at Oakland. We'll get into that wing T formation throughout the broadcast for sure. And just like that, the hype just turned up a second. Uh, again, if it's loud on your end, you can imagine where we're at. But Corbin's going to step this one off. Uh, he's going to stand at his own. Uh, looks looks to be 30-yard line as he's going he's gonna to approach. He checks his line. The approach is on. And number 91 kicks it away, and it's football time in Maryville. Looks like Jeremiah's going to take it at the 1. He's going to get across the 5, across the 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50. One man to beat. Can he do it? And just like that, Ben, Oakland High School has struck first here in this semifinal matchup, a 99-yard return. Touchdown, Patriots. Had a lot of good blocking initially when he caught the ball. And then by, when he made it to midfield, he made a cut towards the Maryville sideline, and nobody was there to get him. Could have been a block in the back around midfield, no call. But, again, just give Jeremiah, uh, number 12, Jeremiah Collins, some credit. Uh, I think, honestly, they brought in a speedster with the delay. They knew Maryville might be flat-footed, and they, and they won. It's going to be number 95. That's going to be Jacob Taylor, the junior kicker for Oakland, to kick this extra point. The hold is down, the kick is up, and the kick is good. Taylor is one for one here tonight, and the Denso scoreboard reads, the Patriots 7, the Red Rebels 0. You're listening to Rebel Radio 95.7, Duke FM. Ox, if I'm talking to you, then head on down to Smoky Mountain Axe House. Conveniently located in New Midland Plaza in Alcoa, Smoky Mountain Axe House is your one-stop shop for a good time. Veteran-owned and operated and a member of the World Axe Throwing League, so when it comes to throwing axes, these guys can get you up to speed in record pace. Open to the public Thursday through Sunday and booking appointments now. Give them a call, 865-268-5872, or check them out online, smaxes.com. That's S-M-A-X-E-S dot com. Family friendly to all ages and ready to book your appointment today. Think outside the box and get your axe on. And welcome back to Rebel Radio. 11.46 to go here in this first quarter. And the Patriots have scored first. A 99-yard kick return touchdown by number 12, Jeremiah Collins. So looks to be Oakland in kick formation. Deep for the Red Rebels will be Gage Ledoux, Cannon Johnson, and Price Davis. The kick is away, and looks like this is going to be a long one. It is going to go into the end zone, touchback, and the Red Rebels will take over and start this football game on offense uh, at their own 20. Yeah, you had that long delay before the game started. They switched out the kickoff returner to Jeremiah Collins. Jeremiah Collins comes in with fresh legs. Gets the ball down there, runs, runs it back for a touchdown. Well, and and, and again, not to not to say anything, but uh, that should not have affected the football game, but it did. So uh, we've got to respond here. They're quickly going to break the huddle. Matthew Clemmer will have the controls. 
Uh, he'll have two receivers to the right, none to the left. Gage will do to his right hip pocket. He's going to hand it to Gage. Gage going to get free. He's going to get across the first blocker, across the second. And we're going to see he's going to pick up just a couple, and it's going to bring up second and six. Four-yard pickup on first down, Ben, and uh, Mr. Reliable, Gage Ledoux. Yeah, he does a counterplay in middle field, gets tackled by number 73, Alex Hoft. Looks like they're going to kick. Uh, there's going to be, I think that's Dunford and McCoy out to the right-hand side. It's going to be Jack's. Dax Kirby to the left. Clemmer's going to take the shotgun snap, hands it to Gage again. Gage going to go off right guard. He's going to pick up good yardage near the first down. And we'll see if they give it to him. Looks like he's going to be just a touch short. Be third and one. Very similar counterplay there this time. It's Darrell Franklin, the big big linebacker, number 23, who makes the tackle. They're going to quickly make some substitutions, gets the play in. Again, Clemmer trying to keep his hands warm. I think in these games, Ben, uh, that's going to be a key piece is how can uh, how can you play fast and play warm? Matthew Clemmer's going to have Gage to his left hip pocket. He'll uh, he'll move Jonah Arms right to left. And they're going to hand off to Gage. Gage going to try to push the pile. He's going to dive in there. And if the spot is correct, he's, he's still going to be a touch short. Maybe a half-yard pickup. Just trying to drive the ball right there behind Cal Grubbs in that A-gap. Get that first down. It's going to be fourth and less than a yard. Maryville still does have the offense on the field, and we'll see if they're going to try to push the pile and get this here deep in their own territory. They're at their own 29-and-a-half-yard line. 10-11 to play in this one. Again, uh, a quick moving uh, early going here as this is the Rebels' first possession. Um, Oakland's offense yet to see the field, and it's first down. Looks like Clemmer is going to stay out there. He's going to move Gage Ledoux left to right. He's going to be in shotgun, fourth and one. He's going to hand it. He's going to hand it to Gage Ledoux. Gage going to kick outside. He's going to get across the 30-yard line. He needed the 30. I think he got the 31, Ben, and it's going to be first down Rebel. That is a gutsy call early in this football game. Move Jonah Arms into that H-back flank position. And he cuts back down the right hash mark there towards the Oakland sidelines, eventually taken down by number five, Eric Taylor. I think I like the, the movement there. They kicked Zeke McCoy and I think Dunford out to the right-hand side of the formation and made some of that middle soften up and allowed Gage to get that first down. Now he's going to have trips to the left, and he's going to move Price Davis in left to right. He's going to take the shotgun snap, hands to Gage Ledoux. Gage going to try to go off right guard, pushes the pile ahead forward, and he's going to pick up just a couple. It's going to be second. Let's see what they say. Second and eight. Going to say he picked up two. Had trips to the left. They moved Price Davis into motion. Price stays to the left side, and they still go to the right. So good decoy there by Price Davis. The tackle was made by a group of Patriots. That's five plays, five Gage Ledoux runs here so far for this one. Just going right at the teeth of this Oakland defense. Three receivers to the left. They're going to move Price again, left to right. See if they can move that linebacker. They're going to quickly hand it. No, keeps it for Gage Ledoux. He's going to flip it out in the flat to Price Davis. Price gets wide. He's going to get across the 50-yard line, and he is going to be pushed into the Maryville sideline. No call, but he's going to pick up big yardage for the sophomore. I like the play call, Wayne. Very similar formation as the previous play, except this time Price comes back to the left side towards the Maryville sidelines, goes out in the, in the, in the flat, makes a catch, and gets knocked out of bounds. Uh, by number 12, Jeremiah Collins. It's going to be 13-yard pickup there. Again, nice role play and nice delivery there on the run by Clemmer uh, to just catch the soft hands uh, of Price Davis, get him upfield. First down, Red Rebels. That's a Dwight Price of Realty Executives, first down. 
Matthew Clemmer will exercise on the Oakland O. He's going to hand it to Gage Ledoux. Stutter step. He's going to jam it up in there, and he's going to get near the 45-yard line. And there's some there's some chippy play in there. They're going to give him the 45. They're going to say he picked up a couple. Picked up two. Runs right up the middle of the field and took a while to get that whistle. A lot of people ripping at the football, and uh, just nothing happened. Clemmer's going to move Gage from his right to his left hip pocket. Uh, he'll have two receivers to the right, one to the left, and he'll stack up Dinner Bell Jonah Arms to the right side of the formation. Clemmer's going to wait for the shotgun snap, takes it. Now he's going to play action. Now he's going to hit Jax Kirby across the middle down to the 34-yard line. Beautiful play, beautiful delivery by Matthew Clemmer, and more importantly, a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. He's a wanted man, Wayne. The outlaw, Jax Kirby, runs a five-yard post before he's taken down by number 12, Jeremiah Collins. 11-yard pickup on the nice little little dink and dunk pass. Clemmer to Kirby. Similar formation, two receivers to the right, one to the left. Gage to the left hip pocket. Going to take a shotgun, three, five-step drop. Now he's going to shake off the safety. Now he's going to uncork it, and he's got Jax Kirby down there and just a little long. Beautiful play. Love the shrug and just overshot his intended receiver, Jax Kirby. Yeah, I think Clemmer had a, felt the pressure in the backfield by number 26, Corey Smith. He got back there, didn't have much time left there in the pocket, and he got rid of it just a little bit early, uh, but it was there. Yeah, long pass was going to be a touchdown as Jax Kirby uh, was on the three-yard line when the ball hit the end zone. Clemmer looks to the sideline, getting the play in. Again, running tempo right now, second and ten. Ball on the Oakland 34-yard line, 7-22 to play in this one. Oakland leads 7 to nothing. Clemmer's going to take the snap. He's going to hand to Gage Ledoux. Freedom and 25, 20, 15, 10, 5. Touchdown, Rebels. Gage Ledoux, 34-yard rumble to the end zone. Jonah Arms lines up in the flank position, just seals off that edge. Gage gets to the outside, runs down the hash mark all the way to the end zone, and there's a touchdown for the faithful. Well, and here's the thing. He caught the hash mark, and he turned on the Jets. He didn't look for Oakland Patriots. He didn't wait on them. He ran into the end zone. Touchdown, and the Denzo scoreboard has changed. 7-6 to six in favor of Oakland at this point. Looks like Corbin Price will look to make it even. Hold is down, kick is up, and kick is good. New ball game, seven apiece. You're listening to Rebel Radio 95.7, Duke FM. Stevenson Tire, three generations serving Blunt and surrounding counties for over 60 years. The friendly staff at Stevenson Tire is ready to assist you and get you back on the road quickly with the most trusted tire brands in the industry. Competitive prices, tire repairs too. Expect real hometown service at Stevenson Tire. The name to trust in East Tennessee is Stevenson Tire. 2411 East Broadway Avenue in Maryville. Online at stevensontire.net or call 865-983-1621. Monday through Friday, 7.30 till 5. Saturday, 7.30 till noon. Close Sunday. Stevenson Tire. And welcome back to Oakland High School. You're listening to Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. Rebels have responded. An opening kick return touchdown for Oakland made it 7 to nothing, And then a nice 
10-play, 80-yard, 4-minute, 31-time-of-possession drive by the Red Rebels. And Ben, just a just a clean drive. A couple plays that stretched the defense that didn't necessarily play out, but ultimately opened the run lane and gave Ledoux Scampers for a 30-yard score. Yeah, you had the fourth down conversion early in the drive. You also had the 10-yard the post route that was caught by Jax Kirby on single-man coverage down here. That opened up. The H-back formation for Jonah Arms to seal off the edge, and you score the nice touchdown. Good run by Gage Ledoux. Yeah, there's a TV break here, so uh, we've got a little extra time to talk. We're going to kick it down to our sideline reporter. We're going to go down to Mr. Chris Hibbs. Chris, uh, what a response by the Rebel offense. Yeah, I mean, guys, uh, over here on the sideline, uh, first thing the offense has said to the, to the special teams is like, don't worry, we'll get it back. I mean, what a big run by Gage right there on that fourth down play, guys. Way to respond by this Maribel team. Now the defense said it's their turn. Yeah, I love uh, love the response. It's a new ball game, seven apiece. Thanks, Mr. Hips. And let's not forget, Wayne, that this offensive line has allowed for 3,000 yards rushing on the season. So uh, it's not just them. It's Jonah Arms and some of them in the wide receivers blocking for these guys, but they do an excellent job opening up those holes. Looks like they're not going to change much on the return team for Oakland. It is going to be number 12, Jeremiah Collins, deep. And looks like Corbin Price will kick this one away. Um, not sure what the, the plan will be here, if they'll kick it straight away or if they'll try to try to keep it away from Mr. 12. Corbin will approach, and the kick is away, and it is going to be more of a coffin kick. It's going to be taken at about the 18-yard the line. He's going to try to get free. That's going to be number three, Mason Bell, and he is going to be caught, stopped, and dropped at about the 32-yard line, 31 and that's where the Patriots of Oakland High School will take over first and ten. Yeah, a little coffin kick, like you said, Wayne. Um, he gets out to the uh, left hash mark, heading back towards the Oakland sideline, and uh, Peyton Cooper in there on the tackle. They will they will work left to right from our vantage point. If you're on the home side, it'll be opposite, but they'll work left to right here at Ray Hughes Stadium. It's going to be number 17, Cade Hewitt in it, quarterback. He's going to be under center. He's going to quickly hand it to his backer, and he is going to push the pile ahead forward. Just beyond the 35-yard line, give him the 36. And that's going to be, I believe, number 20. Trying to get the number there. It's going to be Khalil James, I believe, number eight on the carry. Yeah, Khalil James kind of runs in like a wing-back formation. He cuts back towards the left hash mark, eventually taken down by uh, Frankie Diaz. Yeah, a lot of misdirection in this offense. 641 to play. Rebels and Patriots tied at seven. Going to be 17 under center for the Patriots. Takes the snap. Now he's going to pitch play. He's going to pitch out wide. He's going to try to get the corner and does not. He's going to get up near the 40-yard line. They'll say down at the 39-yard line. Trying to get the number on that one. Tried to cut back the opposite way there, and uh, Jacob Richie Richmond does a good job just staying home. He doesn't try to do too much. He waits for him to come to him, makes a nice stop. It's third down, Wayne. It's going to be number 25, Tamari Hill on the carry, and they're going to say he picked up two yards. It's going to be third and three. Huge first big play here for the Rebel defense. Can they turn back the Patriots? going to be number 17 under center. That's going to be Kate Hewitt. Kate Hewitt's going to hand off to James. James is going to get blocked away, and he's going to get free. He's going to get across the 45-yard line, and he's going to pick up the first down. He'll get near midfield, maybe the 48, but uh, I'm going to say the extended blocking out on the edge is what, what allowed the Patriots to get free. Good good defense over there by the Red Rebels. Yeah, good job blocking by the Patriots on that edge there to help him get to the outside, but Hutton Jones was there eventually to make the tackle. 
Yeah, Khalil James with the carry there. Uh, he's going to pick up, looks like, 10 yards on the carry. Needed three, got 10. First and 10, Patriots. It's going to be Hewitt. Again, he will be the signal caller in this one. So he'll go under center. He's going to put 10 in motion, right to left. He's going to take the center snap. He'll hand it off to James. Number number five, actually, is going to get that one off left guard, and that's going to be Eric Taylor with the carry. That's another one of the big contributors there, and he's going to get off off left guard, pick up seven, second and three. Just runs straight up right there in the B gap and uh, follows that left hash mark all the way up the middle of the field. Drew Wallace in there on the tackle. 4.54 to go in this first quarter. Rebels and Patriots tied at seven apiece. Maybe Hewitt under center. He'll take it. He'll have two backers back there. He'll give it to five. Five's going to get off right guard, get free, and he's going to get to the secondary and get cut down by Hutton Jones. Eric Taylor, the ball carrier. Hutton Jones, the tackler. Eric Taylor had 100 yards rushing against Blackman last week. Uh, He gets past the second level. Hutton Jones does a nice job cutting over to the middle of the field to make that tackle. Pick up a 14 there for number five, Eric Taylor. Patriots in Rebel territory down to the Rebel 31-yard line. Hewitt will take the snap. He'll hand it. That's going to go to number, I believe, number one. No, that's going to be Taylor again. Eric Taylor will go straight ahead forward. Pick up four on first down. It'll bring up second and six. Tries to run it right there in between the big eaters and uh, Jacob Richmond in on the tackle. Yeah, and, and they've they've used quick action, uh, not a lot of misdirection, only one stretch play, just really going right at the gut here. Hewitt's going to go under center. Uh, he'll have two backers straight away. Uh, he's going to give it to the second guy. That's going to be Taylor. Taylor, number five, is going to go straight up the gut, and he's going to be caught at the secondary level, and he's going to pick up a bunch. Eric Taylor, the ball carrier. Again, get pa- got past both levels, the first and second level, and relied on the secondary there, and uh, Ty Elder uh, made the tackle for the Red Rebels. It's going to be a first down for the Patriots. It's going to be a pickup of 15 there on second down. Needed six, got 15. Patriots now inside the red zone as they're working left or right here at Ray Hughes Stadium. Hewitt's going to take a shotgun snap, quickly hands it off to five again. There's going to be a flag on the play. And so maybe this one will uh, go negative for the Patriots, but uh, short game. Uh, we'll see how the marker goes. It's going to be holding against the Patriots, and that'll back them up. First negative play of the night for this Patriot team. Yeah, it looked like he called a, it might have been a face mask. We're going to see how they step that one off. It's a little longer than the traditional hold, but the PA guy said holding. That's what I get. It's going to be first and 19 is what they're going to call it. Uh, ball will be on the uh, on the Maryville 21-yard line. 3-16 to play here in the first quarter. Hewitt's going to stay. Uh, no, he's going to go under center. Going to have two backs straight away. He's going to hand it to five. That's going to be Taylor. And number five, Eric Taylor, is going to get a couple and he's going to get down. They've tried that left side the last two times, and then this time they go to the right side in between the guard and the tackle. Uh, this time, uh, Jacob Richmond's there to make the tackle. 2.50 to play. They're going to give him five yards on that first down carry, so it'll be second and 14 after that penalty just a couple plays ago. Seven apiece, Maryville and Oakland here in the semifinals. Winner advances to the state championship game. A loser season comes to an end. 
And looks like uh, looks like there's going to be a timeout on the field. It's going to be Oakland taking the timeout. You know what? Let's take one with them. A Lee Franks of Volunteer Home Mortgage timeout. You're listening to Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. Yep, it's that time once again. It's football time in Tennessee. Hello, friends from Twin City Certified Used Cars, Trucks, and SUVs. If you're in the market for a like-new pre-owned vehicle, let Smiley Riley at Twin City Certified in Miraville be the choice. Over 600 pre-owns to choose from. It's auto buying made easy. 865-980-2600. Or click TwinCityCertified.com. Twin City Certified in Miraville. It's the Quality you deserve. Welcome back to Oakland High School and the Twin City Certified in Maryville Game of the Week. And with 2.33 to play here in the first quarter, the Rebels and the Patriots tied at seven apiece. Oakland with the football down at the Rebels' 16-yard line, but they're facing a second and 14 coming out of this timeout. They've found a lot of success with Eric Taylor. They're, they're running in between the guard and the tackle. They're doing like a play action. Um, and they're handing it off, and he's, he's hitting that left side really well, got some big yardage. They just tried the right side. Jacob Richmond makes a nice stop there for only a five-yard gain. I, I think they're pushing the, the collapse there. They're wanting our, our ends and stuff to come inside that allows them to stretch the edge and try to use some of their speed on us. But right now, uh, a nice drive here for the Patriots as uh, they've they've continued to get positive yardage. Their big, uh, their big penalty there uh, that put them at first and 19 uh, has been the, the saving grace at this point. Hopefully uh, a couple downs can turn them back and put their kicker out there. Yeah, a lot of yardage to gain here. Um, I look for them, like you said, Wayne, they've, they've hit that middle to open up the perimeter. So I look for them to try to exploit that. They've gone the last three plays up the middle, so maybe they'll try to exploit something on the outside uh, perimeter in the next uh, next play. I like the business-like approach of the sideline. You see the offense working together, but you also see them giving, uh, giving the defense a lot of uh, encouragement. Uh, in the timeout uh, because, again, uh, a lot of faith in both sides of this football for the Red Rebels. It's going to be coming out of the timeout. Again, 2.33 to play here in this first quarter. Seven apiece, and Oakland with the football. He's going to take the snap. Hewitt's going to pitch it. He's going to pitch it to Taylor. Taylor's going to try to get wide. Another flag's going to come in, and Taylor's going to bounce off tacklers and get into the end zone. But, again, flag on the play, so this may be off or not. 27 and right now the the uh, the scoreboard has changed but as they mark this one off it will be another hold against the Oakland Patriots so mark this one off yeah toss play and he got to the outside but the, the reason why he got to that outside was the hold on the edge and so they will uh, uh, it's either the okie doke or a dosi do but either way <laughs> they're they're backing up they're going in our eyes a positive direction it's gonna be second it's going to be second in a good minute. I'm going to say it's going to be second in about 24. Time they mark this one off. It's going to be second in 25. Man, I was close. <laughs> Should I ask Ken? But it's going to be second in 25 from the 27-yard line, the Rebel 27. Hewitt's going to take a shotgun snap. He's going to drop it, and he just has to pull it down and get it himself. And it's going to be Cannon Johnson with a sure open field tackle, and it's going to bring up third down. Bad snap, tries to get to the outside and make a, make something out of it. Cannon Johnson won't let that happen. He just breaks down and drops him to the turf. They're going to say no gain on the play. First non-positive yardage for the Oakland Patriots. But really, in this offense that's all about timing, 
a, a bad snap changes everything. Hewitt had to try to make something of it. It's going to be third and 24. They actually gave him a yard there, but with a minute and 50 seconds to go, a huge third down for the Rebel defense. And now they're out of their comfort zone in this wing T formation. You need big yardage, and you run a formation that typically doesn't get that kind of yardage. Hewitt's going to be in shotgun, expect a throw play here. Hewitt's going to take the snap, fakes a handoff to Taylor. Now he's going to look to chuck it back to Taylor. It's going to be too wide, and it's going to bounce off the turf. Incomplete. Fourth and 24 upcoming. Huge stop for the Rebel defense. Did a play action, tried to continue to roll out. He turns around, he sees number 83, Jason Maneker, coming after him. Just throws it away. We're going to see who uh, who comes out here. I'm, I would assume it's their, uh, their all-world kicker. And I would be right. Number 95, Jacob Taylor, is going to come out uh, and attempt this uh, what would be a 36, say, 43-yard attempt. And looks like there's going to be some movement on the offensive line, and it's going to back them up even further. Yeah, had some movement by Marcus Bullard, the tight end there on the left side. Um, That's going to push him back a little bit here. So his season long is 42 yards. Now if he, now if he was to make it, well, there was some miscommunication somewhere. The Maryville sideline and the faithful and us thought it was against Oakland. They're going to mark it off against the the Red Rebels, and it's actually going to move him closer. It's going to be fourth and 19. Ball will be at the 21. So it will be a 31, say 37 yard attempt. Well under his season high of 42. 95, Jacob Taylor. Jacob Taylor. Looks like number six will be the holder, Max Levinsky. And the hold is down. The kick is up. And the kick is going to be good. And the Denzo scoreboard has changed. The Oakland Patriots now lead the Red Rebels 10-7. Minute 25 to go here in the first quarter. You're listening to Rebel Radio 95.7, Duke FM. Got a paint project, but your life is crazy busy? Let Keith Lane of Painter One Knoxville do it for you. Painter One is your first choice for all your painting needs. Paint really does have a powerful impact on mood, perception, and emotion. A warm, vibrant interior or reinvigorating outside walls? Trust Painter One. Exceptional customer service and communication. Two-year warranty and more. Renew your space. Renew your life with Painter One Knoxville. Online at PainterOne.com. Painter One is a proud sponsor of Maribel high school football and welcome back to oakland high school in the twin city certified in maryville game of the week the denzo scoreboard now reads your rebels seven and the oakland patriots 10 after a uh, really nice 37 yard field goal by jacob taylor of oakland and he'll quickly be back out here to kick this one away and it is kicked away and looks like it's going to go long into the end zone. Touchback. And the Rebels will bring it out to the 20. Deep for the Rebels were Gage Ledoux, Cannon Johnson, and Price Davis. Yeah, I think on that previous field goal kick, Wayne, it looked like Peyton Cooper drew the defender in the neutral zone. He stood up, and they called it on the defense. Well, and, and, and uh, from our angle, we're not going to like that, but I don't know that it's a wrong call. But uh, we'll, uh, we'll of course, uh, have it back out here, first and 10. Uh, Rebels will have 80 yards to go to, to get back on the scoreboard. Matthew Clemmer will be in shotgun. Uh, he'll try to get the hard count. Now he looks to the sideline. He's going to have two receivers to the left, one to the right, 
and he'll flip Gage from his right to his left. He's going to put Zeke McCoy in motion. Now he's going to hand it off to Gage Ledoux. Gage going to try to get free. He does. He's going to get across the 35, cross the 40, and up near the 45-yard line is the bulldozer, Gage Ledoux. Cal Grubbs just pushed his guy back up the field, got a huge hole there, gets all the way up close to the 50-yard line before tackled by number 26, Corey Smith. They're going to give him the the Rebel 45-yard line. That's going to be a 25-yard pickup there on first down. And uh, Gage will do on going to work. Lunch pail kind of guy as he just continues to chip away at it. He bounced back and forth a couple times before he drove uphill there. Under one minute, it's going to be 50 seconds as they break a small huddle. Now it's going to be, looks like Gage in the Rhino package. Gage is going to take a low snap, and now he's going to try to run it himself. He's going to go straight ahead forward, and he's going to get near midfield. I think they're going to give him the midfield stripe. That's going to be a pickup of five there on first down. It'll set up second and five. Key to that was pulling number 72, Houston Rattledge. They pull him, and he comes over and helps support creating that hole for Gage to get the yardage. And looks like the the game clock will be under the play clock. So if the Rebels want to let the first quarter come to an end, they can. So looking to the sideline again. Communication happening between Gage and uh, and Coach Hunt as he's still in the Rhino. And they're going to walk to the sideline. So let's go ahead and take as a break. The end of the first quarter has come has happened, and it is reading on the scoreboard: Rebels seven and the Oakland Patriots ten. You're listening to Rebel Radio ninety five point seven Duke FM. If you have property to sell or you're looking to buy, call Dwight or Sarah Price at the Dwight Price Group Realty Executives, and they can help with all your real estate needs. Remember that no one sells more. The Dwight Price Group. Call 888-SOLD, which is 865-888-7653, or go to DwightPrice.com. The Dwight Price Group, the right home with the right price. Not satisfied with your current pest control service or looking to get that process started? Call Heath Barberry at Common Sense Pest Control, providing outstanding protection of your health and property while delivering exceptional customer service right here in Blount County. Available services include general pest, mosquito, and rodent control, as well as time-up protection and much, much more. For personalized service, call Heath Barberry at 865-389-7412 or email info at commonsensepc.com. Again, phone number is 865 865- 389-7412. Also, find them on Facebook at Common Sense Pest Control. And remember, if you want bugs dead, you've got to use common sense. And welcome back to the Twin City Certified in Marable Game of the Week and Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Ben Metz. And, Ben, uh, uh, you know, you talk about Gage Ledoux. He's got a lot of versatility, but right now uh, he's a sledgehammer. He's a bulldozer. He's just plowing his way for positive yardage. Yeah, and looking at the first quarter stats, Maribel's got 80 yards rushing compared to Oakland's 63 yards rushing. So uh, doing more in the running game on the Maribel side of the football. Yeah, Oakland really offensively 12 plays, 63 total yards. Uh, the Red Rebels 12 plays, 110 yards. So having more offensive success, uh, yes, checkmate in the first quarter. Just got to continue that trend because on the scoreboard, Oakland still has the advantage. So Rebels trying to answer that. Uh, Gage Ledoux ended the first quarter in the Rhino package, picking up uh, a, a good five yards on first down. It's going to bring up second and five. I like the different looks they're they're using with their offensive line on that previous play, pulling Ratledge. 
over to the left side and creating that hole. I look for them to do that more as the, as the game progresses. Yeah, and I think up front, uh, ultimately, I mean, I think when you're running the football well, you're winning the line of scrimmage, and I think that's what we're going to need uh, moving forward. So the, the good thing about the end of the first quarter, it happened at the 50-yard line, so teams will literally uh, just switch sides here, and the Rebels will now work uh, left or right here at Ray Hughes Stadium. TV guys stepped off the field, so we're about to get back to football. And they're going to quickly break a quick huddle. And looks like Clemmer is going to be out in uh, in the wide formation. It's going to be uh, it's going to be Gage Ledoux in the Rhino. Gage Ledoux will wait for a shotgun snap. He'll take it. Now he's going to look. No, he thought about throwing it, and then he's going to run it ahead forward. And he's going to pick up good yardage there. They're going to say just a couple, and it's going to be third down. Yeah, multiple multiple Patriots in on that tackle, including number five, Eric Taylor. They're going to give him the uh, the Oakland 48-yard line, so a pickup of two, and they'll get back in traditional set as they're going to check out. Looks like McGlamory, uh, number 96, and they're going to check in Jax Kirby. Clemmer will be in shotgun. He'll have Gage straight away. He's going to take the shotgun. He's going to fake the handoff to Gage Ledoux. Roll the pocket to the right. Now he's going to chuck it down the field. Intended receiver was Price Davis. It's going to be a little high, incomplete, and it'll be fourth and three. It was there, tough, tough throw and catch. Uh, number five, Eric Taylor had a lot of cushion on Price. Uh, ball was thrown high. Yeah, and I think he just uh, Taylor timed it just well. Contacted Price right at the point of contact, and uh, and, and really ball fell incomplete, a little high. Uh, but looks like Corbin Price is going to come in in punt formation. He will punt this thing left to right as he'll stand. Uh, looks at his own 37-yard line, uh, waiting on a uh, a long snap. It's going to be 11-20 to play in this one. Price to kick this one away. He's going to get it away, get it off. It's going to be a high boomer, and it is going to be ran away from by Oakland as uh, it's going to take an Oakland bounce, and we've got to take it and down it ourselves near the 20-yard line. Yeah, it took a terrible bounce back towards Jack Carter. He touches the ball to stop the play. Yeah, apologize ahead of time as as we are low in the stadium. Uh, sometimes those far corner shots, yard lines are hard to come by. So waiting on the guys to update the uh, the scoreboard. So it's going to be first and ten Patriots from their own 17-yard line as they'll work right to left here at Ray Hughes Stadium. It's going to be Hewitt uh, in the backfield. He's going to go under center. Going to have a lot of motion. Going to have Taylor in the backfield. He's going to quickly hand it to Taylor. Taylor's going to get through, get free. He's going to get in the open field, and it's a track race at this point. 40, 35, 30, 25, 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown. And that is going to be number 5, Eric Taylor, exploding for the touchdown for Oakland. Very similar play on the previous drive that Oakland was so successful. I think they ran it, ran that play again and just hit the middle of the field in between that B gap, and they get past the first and second level. And just with that speed, it's tough to keep keep up with them. And with 10.56 to go here in the second quarter, the Denzo scoreboard has changed. It reads the Patriots of Oakland High School 16 and the, the Red Rebels 7. It looks like number 95 will kick this extra point. Jacob Taylor. He's eye in the mark. The snap is good. The hold is good. The kick is up, and it is also good. Now the Patriots lead 17-7 to here at Oakland High School. You're listening to the Twin City Certified in Maryville Game of the Week right here on Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. 
you can get a kitchen tune-up in just days, not weeks, with Kitchen Tune-Up. Locally and family-owned Kitchen Tune-Up can update your kitchen with cabinet refacing, painting, new countertops, a backsplash, even a full custom kitchen makeover. The skilled craftsman of Kitchen Tune-Up can transform your outdated kitchen in days, not weeks. Choose American-made cabinetry and accessories or save time and money with cabinet refacing, remodeling your expectations in days, not weeks. Learn more at kitchentuneup.com. Kitchen Tune-Up is a proud sponsor of Maryville High School Football. And welcome back to the Twin City Certified in Maryville Game of the Week. And with 10.56 to go here in the second quarter, the Oakland Patriots have struck again. 17-7 is the current score on the Denzo scoreboard. And they were, they're getting prepared to kick it away to the Red Rebels. Yeah, number 54, Brian Burrell, made a nice block initially to free up that first level. And once he got past that first level, he just opened up that speed and got all the way downfield for a touchdown for the Patriots. Deep for the Red Rebels will be Gage Ledoux, Price Davis, and D.J. Gillins. And it's going to be a long kick and all for naught. Set up will not count as it will be into the end zone, touchback, and the Rebels will bring it out to their own 20-yard line. It's just you take a facet of the football game away when you have number 95 out there for the Patriots. He just kicks it out of the back of the end zone. They're going to bring formation in. Price Davis will check out. Clemmer still talking with Coach Hunt, getting the play from the sideline. He's going to bring the play in. Again, uh, uh, Oakland defense has been gaining momentum, uh, but the Rebels have found some success here and there. It's going to be Clemmer and shotgun. He's going to have two receivers to the left. None to the right. Gage Ledoux to his right hip pocket. He'll move Jonah Arms right to left. He's going to give the handoff to Gage Ledoux. A little stutter step. And Gage is going to lower his shoulder and get up to the 24-yard line. That's going to be a pickup of four there on first down. It'll bring up second and six. Just line Jonah Arms up in that flank position. Gage does a little stutter step and just blasts a hole there, eventually taken down by number 26, Corey Smith, the linebacker. And looks like uh, they're going to quickly have a small huddle, break it. Uh, Clemmer will push out. Looks like Caleb Dunford and Jax Kirby to the left side of the formation. Stacks up Jonah Arms to the right. Gaze Ledoux will be to his right hip pocket. He's going to get the handoff. He's going to pile ahead forward and just keeps those legs churning. And it's going to pick up, looks like another four. And it's going to be third and two upcoming. 10.07 to play here in the second quarter. Rebels trail Oakland 17-7 here in the semifinals of the 6A playoffs. Number 50, Jay Adams did a great job on the outside there, sealing off that edge. Gates tried to get to the outside there, just couldn't, couldn't quite get out there. Eventually taken down by number 23, Jarrell Franklin. Huge play here, as looks like it's going to be... That's going to be Gage in the Rhino package. Gage going to get the football. He's going to try to go left. He's going to push the pile ahead forward, get the first down, and then some. Needed two, got three. That's a fresh set of downs for the Red Rebels. A Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. Some tough yardage. He knew it, but he went after it and got that first down. Yeah, he's almost got a little hop step until he kicks it in gear, and uh, that's all he needed to get the, the first down there. Ran into Drill Franklin again. 9.22 to play. New set of downs for the Rebels as they uh, set up shop at their own 31-yard line. Clemmer's going to check the play at the line of scrimmage. He'll have two receivers on the left. Gage Ledoux to his left hip pocket. 
He's going to hand it, fakes the handoff. Now he's going to deliver over the middle. Jax Kirby. Jax Kirby with the football across midfield. He's going to get through across the 45 and down to the 41-yard line. And that's going to be a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. Huge play. Great pass. Great catch. Good read by Clemmer. Had man coverage on the outside. Number 24, Contarius Lizenby. Man coverage. Jax Kirby just does a five-yard post, makes a nice catch. That's going to be 27 yards on the reception and a new set of downs to Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. Clemmer will look to the sideline trying to get the play. He's going to have two receivers to the right, one to the left. Jonah Arms stacked to the right and Gage Ledoux to Clemmer's right hip pocket. He's going to get the shotgun snap, rolls the pocket to the right, wants to throw it, thinking about it. Now he's just going to chuck it, chuck it into the Maryville sideline and live to play another down, second and 10 upcoming. Had a lot of meat following him there. Ian Owens, number 99, was right on his tail, had to get rid of it. 8.26 to play in the second quarter, second and 10 from the Oakland 42-yard line. Again, this is a a fast-moving first half as both teams running the football a ton. No timeouts, no incomplete passes. That means the clock's going to run. 8.26, 8.26, second and 10. It's going to be Clemmer and shotgun. Two receivers to the left. Gage will be to his right. They're going to move Jonah Arms to the right side of the formation. He's going to take the shotgun snap. Hands it to Gage. Gage going to stutter step. Now he's going to push the pile ahead forward near the 40-yard line. And they're going to say he picks up a couple. It'll be third and eight. Had one more tackle to beat before he got to the sidelines. That was Jarrell Franklin. He's he, We've said his name a couple of times tonight, Wayne. Third and long, Uh, again, uh, not that you can't run the football here, but it does liken itself to be a throwdown as we go under eight to play here in the first half. Jarrell Jarrell Franklin and Corey Smith are your two two linebackers there for the Patriots, and uh, they're second in tackles. I like the play action here. I think you could get this this group to bite. They're going to have two receivers to the left. Moves Jonah Arms to the left. He's going to take a snap. Little play action. Now it's going to chuck it out in the flat. That's going to be Jonah Arms, and he's going to get the first down. He's going to get the first down and more, and it's going to be a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. Line line Jonah up in that flank position, does a play action. Jonah goes out in the flat, does a little out route. Nobody's there to cover him, makes a nice catch, eventually taken down by number 33, Nathan Hepborn. He's going to get down to the the Oakland 25-yard line where it will be first and 10. Rebels. It's going to be uh, it's going to be Gage in the Rhino formation. He's going to take the snap. He's going to try to go behind his blockers. He's going to go right, and he's going to push the pile near the twenty yard line, trying to get close to the Huddleston Law Firm red zone. Tough yards to gain there. Eventually taken down by number thirty three, Nathan Hepburn. Trying to get the yardage. He's going to pick up four there on first down. It'll bring up second and six. Let's say he gets down to the twenty one, Ben. Hepburn plays that star position. He's got uh, 144 total tackles on the season. 7.05 to play in this one. Now Clemmer will be back in shotgun. He's going to move Zeke McCoy right to left. Now he's going to hand off Gage Ledoux. Little stutter step, and Oakland sniffed it out. They're going to catch him in the backfield. Not sure if he, he – I don't think he lost yardage, but I don't think he gained. I think it's going to be third and six. Made a counter play, tried to cut back near the hash mark, got tangled up on his feet there, eventually taken down by number 99. Ian Owens. They're actually going to give him the 20-yard line, so we have caught the doorstep of the Huddleston Law Firm red zone. It'll be third and five upcoming for the Red Rebels. Clemmer's going to look to the sideline. He'll have two receivers to the left, one to the right, and he'll have Gage Ledoux 
in a hip pocket. He's just standing there with him right now. And they move that safety over there on Jax Kirby. They're not going to let him do that post route. 6-16 to play here in the second quarter. Rebels trail Oakland 17-7. It looks like they wanted to see how the lineup was going to be made. That's going to be a Red Rebel timeout. Let's take a Lee Franks timeout with them. You're listening to Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. Well, it's finally fall, and now's the time to refinance your home mortgage. If you've purchased a home in the last few years, gotten a divorce, gotten remarried, need to pay some bills or make home improvements, or you just need to save some money each month, call me. I'm Lee Franks with Volunteer Home Mortgage at 865-238-7500. Let's run some numbers. Rates are still at historic lows, and we might save you some money. Again, I'm Lee Franks, Volunteer Home Mortgage at 865-238-7500 or text VOLUNTEER to 33655. NMLS 1641325. It's barbecue time in Maryville, and Pistol Creek Eats is your local fix for award-winning melt-in-your-mouth brisket and barbecue. They're a fan-favorite barbecue food truck in our area, and Pistol Creek Eats can be available for your block parties, catering, and tailgate needs. Looking for a quick stop for quality barbecue? Look no further than a Taste of Blunt Award winner in Pistol Creek Eats. You can check out their website, PistolCreekEats.com, or you can check them out on social media to see where they're going to be each and every week. But Pistol Creek Eats, Blunt County's own top-shelf barbecue, and you can thank me later. From the Hep Roofing Studios, we want to be your roofer. This is WDKW, Maryville, Knoxville, 95.7 Duke FM. Your home for Maryville Rebels football. And welcome back to Oakland High School, where your Rebels on offense... Looking at a third and five upcoming as they trail the Oakland Patriots 17-7 to here in the second quarter of the semifinals. Well, Coach Hunt's been successful on third and fourth down. He's two for four on third and uh, one for one on fourth down. So let's see what he draws up here. Well, I, I can tell you the uh, the intensity, the physicality here, the semifinal matchup has been up to the billing. Uh, both these teams really, uh, they're, they're good at what they do. Two splash plays has really defined Oakland's score right now, and the bruising ability of Gage Ledoux is where the Rebels are uh, with their offense. Yeah, and Coach White is going to scheme and find a way to stop that play that Eric Taylor that Eric Taylor's running up uh, the B gap there he's going to figure that out yeah absolutely they're going to break the uh, the timeout huddle and uh, looks like Clemmer will come back in at the controls he's going to have uh, he's going to have looks like Caleb Dunford by himself to the left of the formation Jacks Kirby to the right Gage Ledoux to the right hip pocket. It's going to take a shotgun snap, three, five-step drop. He's going to have to clear it, and he's going to have to – he's fighting away Oakland Patriots, and he's just going to chuck it to the sideline, live to fight another play. It'll bring up fourth and five for probably the best incompletion of the night. Yeah, Ethan Burrell got in the backfield fast, no blocker on him, and he, he made Clemmer just have to throw it away. Well, and, and, and that's showing some growth by Clemmer. He felt the pressure and was able to kind of roll to his right and, and get out of the, the just – basically layout play that was going to happen and uh, was able to get that one away. It's going to be fourth and five, ball on the 20-yard line, and Corbin Price is going to have an opportunity for about a 36-37 yard attempt. Four for nine on the season, averages 35 yards on, on these field goals. Corbin Price, Dunford will hold, Peyton Cooper will snap. Dunford to hold, the hold is down, the kick is up, and it is going to be deflected by the Oakland Patriots and fall short 
no good. And that's where the score will remain. 17 for the Oakland Patriots, 7 for the Red Rebels. You're listening uh, to Rebel Radio. We'll stay right here. No break here as quickly the Oakland Patriots offense gets back onto the field. Uh, but that's where they'll take over, right at the 20-yard line. Uh, just just hate to not get points out of that drive. Yeah, they had speed. Jeremiah Collins, number 12, came in off the, off the edge there and blocked that field goal. He's the same kid who scored the touchdown at the beginning of the game. Yeah, opened this game uh, with a uh, an explosion and uh, just, uh, just had another spark there. That's going to be number 17, Kate Hewitt. Uh, he is the senior quarterback and the lone really scorer from last year's team. And he is going to keep it himself, and he is going to try to push the pile ahead forward. He's going to pick up a couple, and it's going to be – they're going to give him a full five. It's going to be second and five from the 25, as it'll be second down. Just tried to run the football up the middle of the field before taken down by Jacob Richmond. Jacob Richmond had 12 tackles and one forced fumble against Science Hill. 5.33 to play here in this first half. Again, Oakland started the game with the football. Uh, so the Rebels will take it back. Uh, so slowing down Oakland right here could be huge. It's going to be Hewitt and shotgun. He's going to take the snap. Quickly, he's going to hand off to his backer. He's going to get caught, stood up, and dropped just short of the 30-yard line. They're going to say maybe the 29, and we'll see if they move the chains. They're going to give him the 30 and give him a first down. I'm not sure he made it then. Just trying to run between the tackles. This time, it was Peyton Cooper and Jacob Richmond on the tackle. It's going to be a first down for Oakland. Give them a fresh set, and Hewitt will uh, will will get the troops back ready. He's going to quickly stay. He's going to stay in shotgun. That's an interesting look. He's typically under center. He's going to take a low snap, calls his own number, and he is going to get minimal yardage there on first down, maybe a couple. Defensive line shifted before the ball was snapped, and that allowed Peyton Cooper to open up his gap assignment. He makes a nice tackle. 4.40 to play here in the second quarter of the semifinal matchup. Oakland 17, Maryville 7. Here's your score. I look to see some more of that defensive line shifting, Wayne, to close those gaps. Number 17, Cade Hewitt will have Eric Taylor straight away, and he'll go back under center. Hewitt's going to take the snap, hands it to Taylor. Taylor's going to make one cut, get right. He's going to get free. He's got a green grass in front of him and not a red rebel in sight. 20, 15, 10, 5. Touchdown, Oakland. And the Denzo scoreboard has changed. Just a, just a one cut and gas it kind of move. And uh, Eric Taylor, not a man to be played with. Uh, he gets free and gets loose quick. Yeah, number 53, Zachary Turk. And number 54, Brian Burrell, the offensive lineman, just sealed that si- that edge there. A huge hole to get to the outside near the Maribel sidelines and run for a touchdown. 4-12 to go here in this quarter, and Oakland has has added to their lead. They now lead 23-7 over the Maryville Red Rebels, and number 95, Jacob Taylor, looks to add the extra point. Snap is good. Hold is, is rough, but the kick is through, and it's going to be good, and the Oakland Patriots extend their lead. They now lead 25 to Maryville 7 here in the second quarter. You're listening to Rebel Radio 95.7, Duke FM. Are you looking to buy or sell a home in East Tennessee? Want a realtor with the honesty and integrity you deserve? Then you need to call Cody Knuckles with Keller Williams Realty in Maryville. Cody is a realtor who invests in our local community and will work for you on your buying or selling project. He's people-focused and faith-driven to get the job done for you and make your real estate dreams a reality. So pick up the phone and call 865-404-3033. That's 865-404-3033. And let Cody Knuckles take your real estate goals from a 
first down to a touchdown. Craving some amazing eats today? Oreo Cheese Wagon features a gourmet grilled cheese selection made to order. Their menu includes some old favorites and unexpected pairings to keep you coming back for more. Voted Reader's Choice Best Food Truck in Blount County, I guarantee somewhere between Nacho Mama and Blackberry Smoke you will find your favorite. Follow Oreo Cheese Wagon on Facebook so you can mark your calendars on where to find that cheesy goodness each day. Or visit their website at oreocheesewagon.com. Oreo Cheese Wagon, grilled cheese with a gourmet twist. And welcome back to the Twin City Certified in Maribel Game of the Week. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Ben Metz, and you're listening to Rebel Radio. Uh, ben, uh, Oakland 24, Maribel 7 here in the late going of the second quarter of play. And been really, Maribel needs a response here. But again, we talked about it just a few minutes ago. They have the opportunity here, finish off this second quarter, get some points, and then get the football back in the second half. Maybe double dip. And uh, really, if that can happen, two touchdowns, we're, we're within three points of this this lead for Oakland. Yeah, and that's what the coach and staff is talking to the players about right now on the field is put that one away and let's uh, let's get some points on the board. And let's get back in this ball game. Well, I think the the statement of the night is there's not a 21 point play. You can't score that many in one whack. So you got to get them three or seven at a time, and then just let this ball game play out. But looks like uh, Oakland will get out and kick formation, and we'll get out in the receiving, uh, get the hands team out there again. The way he's been kicking tonight, uh, maybe a formality. He's kicked uh, the first, I believe, three out of the back of the end zone. But deep for the Red Rebels will be number seven, Gates Ledoux, number two, D.J. Gillen, and number one, Price Davis. Kicking this one away for Oakland, number 95, Jacob Taylor, Mr. Perfect uh, with his foot. Going to kick this one away. It's going to go long and straight, and it's going to go out of the back of the end zone. It's not going to even touch till the, the outline of the end zone, and it's going to be a touchback. Rebels will bring it out to their own 20-yard line. Just a booming kick towards the towards towards the track. Uh, what is it? The pole vault in the back there. Yeah. Well, the scissor lift for the TV crew. Uh, all of those guys are in the uh, in the range of contact. Uh, but here at Oakland High School, Maribel will work left to right. First and ten. For the next uh, next commercial break, we'll kick it down to Mr. Hips. I know uh, he's been down there close to the action. We'll see what the heartbeat is. Uh, at the line. Looks like Gage is going to be in the Rhino package. Kicks Clemmer to the right side of the formation. He's going to take the snap. Looks left. Now he's going to run right and he's going to pile ahead forward. They're going to give him a full five-yard pickup. It's going to be second and five. I like that little look off to the left and then run. Uh, The problem was nobody was to the left. Yeah, I think that's what pulled the linebackers to the opposite side and created the hole. Price Davis was the lead blocker there, and he didn't have anybody to block. Eventually, uh, Corey Smith makes the tackle, but you get a nice gainage there. 3.44 to play. It's going to be second and five. It's going to be Gage in the Rhino yet again, but Clemmer will go to the left side of the formation. He and Jax Kirby. It's going to be Gage Ledoux, and shotgun takes the snap. Now he's going to look to run left. He's going to try to get free. Nothing doing. And he's going to get maybe back to the line of scrimmage. They're going to say no gain, third and five. There was an adjustment made there by the defense for the Patriots. They brought six defenders on that play, including number 50, Quentin Norfolk, to make the stop. Looks like they're going to check in Cannon Johnson and Caleb Dunford, and Clemmer will be back at the quarterback position. They're going to kick out Jax Kirby and and, uh, Cannon Johnson and Dunford. Going to have two receivers to the right, one to the left. 
Gage will be in Clemmer's left hip pocket. He's going to take the shotgun snap, looks immediately right. Now he's going to throw over the middle to Jax Kirby, in and out of his hands, and a late flag, but a welcomed one as Jax Kirby was mugged on that route and gets rewarded for it. Good read by Clemmer. Man coverage on the outside. Kirby does that five-yard post, and he had he had number 24, Quintavious Lizenby, beat. Lizenby holds him by the hip and yanks him at the hip. We get a late flag there. Good call by the official. Well, the late part was the guy with the best angle couldn't call it. It had to be the back jug that threw it in. So, yeah, it's going to be a spot foul. It's going to move the football up to the uh, – still be on Rebel side of the 50, up to the 40-yard line, but it'll be a fresh set of downs. A Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. Clemmer's going to look to the sideline, gets the play. He's going to have two receivers to the left, one to the right. Jonah Arms stacked between the uh, – Basically the garden tackle on the left side of the formation. It's going to be Clemmer and shotgun. He takes the snap. He's going to hand to Gage Ledoux. Gage going to try to get left, get free, and nothing doing. He's going to lose a yard on the play as uh, really Oakland timed the block and got off of it and tackled Gage. Had man coverage on the outside. Jax Kirby was was down the field and open. Um, they keep the ball with Gage, and eventually he's taken down by number 23, Jarrell Franklin. 2.24 to play in the second quarter. Oakland leads 24-7 to over the Red Rebels. Clemmering shotgun. He's going to take the shotgun snap, play action. Now he's going to look to throw it across the middle. Jax Kirby with the football, with the catch. And now he's going to be inside Oakland territory. And a fresh set of downs to Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. He can do that on the right side of the field, and he can do it on the left side of the field. Five-yard post route. This time, Jeremiah Collins on the coverage makes the tackle. Now we're under two to play, and Maryville has a first down at the Oakland O midfield. Clemmer's going to be in shotgun, waits for the snap, takes it. Now he's going to roll to the right. Now he's going to look to uncork it. He's got Jax Kirby down deep, and it's going to be just a little floated, and it's going to be intercepted by number 24 for the Patriots. That's going to be Quintavious Lizenby. Just a, a nice play call. Like the, the play, just put a little air under it, and Lizenby just ran under it. Yeah, fade route, no safety help. That's why That's why Clemmer threw it down there, but you – you're, you're taught to throw that ball to, towards the sidelines out of play. So either the receiver catches it or it's thrown out of bounds, ends up throwing it short, and it's intercepted. That's going to be a turnover there. It'll give it back to Oakland with a minute and 43 seconds to go here in this first half as they'll go right to left from the from their own 21-yard line. It's going to be going to be quarterback's going to quickly hand it off to 25. That's going to be he's going to get an open field, and that's exactly what you don't want. He gets to the 20, 15, 10, 5. Number 25, Tamari Hill rumbles for 79 and another Oakland touchdown. Runs a sweet play towards the Oakland sidelines, gets gets out there in the perimeter, and there's nobody there to to track him down. Cannon Johnson goes after him. Nobody there to bring him down. Touchdown. And it's really just getting into to that next level, and you're having to you're having to give up so much to, to even stop them at the line of scrimmage when they can get past that second level. It's it's a track race from there, and this is a team athletically uh, that they probably have track athletes on this football team. It's going to be Jacob Taylor, number 95, and he's going to kick this one away up and good. And with that extra point, the Oakland lead now sits Oakland 31, Maribel 7. You're listening to Rebel Radio 95.7, Duke FM. 
Denso Manufacturing in Maryville hopes you're cheering on your team. Denso loves to cheer on their team. And now Denso is adding even more team members. Immediate production and warehouse openings on second and third shifts. Pay starts at $18 an hour depending on shift. And a high school diploma is no longer required. That's right. A high school diploma is no longer required. So join the team today. Denso has off-shift maintenance openings with experience-based hourly pay, as well as professional and leadership openings, competitive pay, paid holidays and vacation, 401k, health insurance, on-site Denso-only doctor, pharmacy, and workout facility. Learn more at denzocareers.com slash Get in the game, join the Denso team, and start crafting your future today. Broadcasting from the HEP Electrical Studios, we want to be your electrician. We're WDKW, Maryville, Knoxville, 95.7, Duke FM. Your home for Maryville Rebels football. We're back to Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM in the Twin City Certified in Maryville Game of the Week for your Rebels in the semifinals. Trail Oakland 31-7. to Again, just a, a quick strike offense here for the Oakland Patriots. We talked about it on air and off. Uh, they get to the second level. They know how to get upfield and get upfield in a hurry. Uh, Clemmer's going to bring the troops out there. Really need points here to go into the half because, again, Rebels will get the football to open the second half of play. Yeah, we saw Jeremiah Collins score a touchdown. We saw Eric Taylor score a touchdown. And then Tamari Key just does a 79-yard uh, touchdown run there the last last play of the game. Yeah, and Tamari Hill's really uh, he's a player that Oakland's leaned on most of the season. It's going to be Clemmer. He's going to check the play at the line of scrimmage. He'll have two receivers to the left, two to the right. Gage will be to his right hip pocket. He'll take a snap, fakes the handoff to Gage now, and gets it to Zeke McCoy. Zeke's going to get across the 20-yard line. He's going to get down to the 23, and uh, that's where he's going to pick up three. It's going to be second and seven. Gets the ball out in the flat over there. Gets some good blocking, eventually taken down by number 26, Corey Smith. They're going to say he did not get out of bounds, so clock will continue to move. Three receivers to the left, one to the right, and Clemmer's looking to that left side. Receivers want him to throw it that way. He's going to roll the pocket right or left, and now he's going to chuck it, and he's just going to throw it into Oakland's sideline and live to play another down. It'll be third and eight. Had a deep route there by Dunford and then an out route there on the flat, and uh, both were covered, so Clemmer just throws it away. Yeah, and I think just uh, just under a minute now, 58 seconds. Again, Oakland 31, Maryville 7, and just really trying to, to not go any farther behind and, if possible, uh, try to get something uh, going here to end the first half. 58 seconds to go in the, in the second quarter. They're going to move Price Davis in motion. Clemmer's going to take the shotgun snap, wants to throw it to him. Now he's going to just outlet pass to Gage Ledoux. He gets out of the defense, and he's going to get across the 35, across the 40, across the 45, and down to the 49-yard line, or up to the 49, as he's going to pick up big yardage there, but a flag on the play. Initially, he was being tackled by Tamari Hill. He shakes it off, gets down the field, and it's taken down eventually by number five, Eric Taylor. Yeah, it's an interesting spot for a foul. It's basically where Gage took the football, uh, but we're going to see. It looks like they're going to move it. They're going to wa- wave the flag off. I think it was an unintentional hands to the face. They were thinking maybe face mask. But they're going to give Gage the yardage, give him the first down, and it's going to be a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down on the play. Huge run after contact by Gage Ledoux. Clemmer's looking to either side. going to check it at the line of scrimmage. He'll have two to the left, two to the right. 
And Gage in his left hip pocket. Now he's going to fake the handoff to Gage. He's going to look to get it to Jax Kirby. He quickly gets it to Jax. Jack's going to get into Oakland Patriots territory and wrestle himself down to the 40-yard line. Let's see if he got a little forward. 35 seconds to go. Oakland 31, Maryville 7 here in the second quarter. Secondary drops back into zone coverage. Clemmer sees it, keeps the ball for himself, and makes the pass on that post route to Jax Kirby. This time, Jeremiah Collins makes the tackle number 12 on the left side of the field. Looks like there's going to be a timeout, a Lee Franks of Volunteer Home Mortgage timeout. Let's, let's stay right here. Uh, we're going to jump down to our sideline reporter, Mr. Chris Hips. Chris, uh, again, emotions got to be running high, but the Rebels need uh, to put it in the end zone. Yeah, fellas, I mean, this is one of those drives right now to answer, you know, luckily get the ball to start a second half as well. But, yeah, we got to get a touchdown here and close that gap a little bit. How's the uh, how's the sideline again? A lot of success there, uh, offensively. Just defensively, Oakland able to find the seams. Yeah, definitely got to work on that gap assignment. I heard the coaching staff tell him you got to stay home, got to play your position. Like I said, I think the defense is going to step up in the second half. We we are, are excited to see it, but uh, thanks, Hips. We'll come to you at the half. Well, Hips talked about it in the Kitchen Tuna pregame show. This this formation, the purpose of it is to outnumber your deep defenders and it's to outflank your defenders. And, and if you can do that, you can score a lot of points, and that's where they've been successful over the years. But I trust that we'll find a way to, to scheme at half. All right, back out on the play. First and ten, Red Rebels. Clemmer's going to take a shotgun snap. He's looking left. Now he's going to throw left, and it is going to be deflected, intended for Cannon Johnson, and it's going to be incomplete. Nice little out route was going to be to the sideline, trying to quickly get out of bounds if the catch was made, and uh, defender just closed quickly, flipped it away. Yeah, it's number three, Mason Bell. The safety cuts down and reaches his hand out and knocks the ball away. Number four, Zeke McCoy will be to the right side of the formation. Looks like he's getting a lot of cushion right here. Let's see a crossing pattern. Second and ten. Clemmer's going to take the shotgun snap. Three, step drop. He's going to have to step up in the pocket. Now he's going to just chuck it out. I think he gets it to Gage. He'll do wide side. And just a couple maybe as a, just a, just a last-ditch effort pitches it out to Gage Ledoux. I think that play was originally intended for Jax Kirby. There was a lot of contact over there on the left sideline there with him and number 12, um, Jeremiah Collins. It's going to be third and 10. They're going to say no gain, and Rebels will have a third and 10 from the Oakland 39-yard line going left to right. Again, Ray Hughes Stadium, uh, no wind here tonight, but it is chilly, and we are amongst the faithful over here on the visiting sideline. Excited to be amongst the people and, uh, again, cheering on our Rebels. Jax has got man coverage here on the outside. Clemmer's going to put, uh, looks like Price Davis in motion left to right. He's going to take the shotgun snap. little three-step drop. Jailhouse blitz, and they're going to get to him. Back in the in Rebel territory, they're going to drag him down at, his, at, at the Rebel 45-yard line. Huge loss there on third down, and it's going to bring up fourth. And it looks like they're just going to let this clock run. And three, two, one, the half will come to an end. And at the end of two, at the end of two, the Rebels will trail the Oakland Patriots. 31 for Oakland, 7 for Maryville High School. You're listening to Rebel Radio, 95.7 Duke FM.
El Jimador Mexican Grill, a Blunt County tradition for 20 years. El Jimador Mexican Grill is fast, filling, and fantastic Mexican food at a fair price. Come to El Jimador Mexican Grill for daily lunch specials Monday through Saturday from 11 till 4. Dine in for a great dinner with family and friends or call ahead for takeout anytime. Open Sunday through Thursday till 10, Friday and Saturday until 1030. Your fiesta awaits at El Jimador Mexican Grill, 1705 East Lamar Alexander Parkway in Maryville. Call 865-681-6040. El Jimador Mexican Grill, a proud sponsor of Blunt County Sports. And welcome back to Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. We are not done with the second quarter of play in the Twin City Certified in Maryville Game of the Week. There was a, a timeout taken with one second to go by the Red Rebels, and so they're going to get one more heave at it uh, here to end the second quarter. Ben, uh, again, I think uh, take that timeout. Uh, it's going to be one shot at it. Uh, no return, no opportunity for Oakland to have it. Uh, this is just uh, just one more chance. Yeah, there is no tomorrow. Uh, I think you just got to chip away, and one big bite uh, could change this thing. It looks like they're uh, they're going to take. Uh, I think Oakland wanted to see what we were lining up in, and they're going to take one. So uh, let's take a Lee Franks of Volunteer Home Mortgage timeout. You're listening to Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. Located in Maryville, Tennessee, Huddleston Law Firm was founded in 2005 by Rob Huddleston with a mission to provide top-notch legal services to the residents of Blunt and Knox counties, as well as many surrounding counties. Huddleston Law Firm is ready to fight for you in criminal or juvenile court, simple wills and divorces, child custody and adoption matters, and domestic law services. Call Huddleston Law Firm at 865-983-5500 or go online to the Huddleston Law Firm.com. Huddleston Law Firm understands you have many options in East Tennessee for representation. They realize that fact and always appreciate your business. Yeah, you can hear me now. And welcome back. Uh, as the PA announcer just said, uh, score of interest looks like uh, Beach is taking care of Bartlett at this time, 35 to 12 on the other side of this bracket. So, again, that has to hold, but uh, that's something to look at. West is leading Powell. That's a fourth-quarter score, 21 to 14 right now. Uh, we'll see that one. That's going to be a 5A matchup. Looks like Clemmer's going to look to chuck it, and he is just going to throw this one into Oakland's sideline, incomplete. And that will bring the second quarter to an end. Let's take a three, uh, three commercial break. And when we come back, the Painter One Halftime Show right here from Oakland High School. You're listening to Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. Are you ready to think outside the box? If I'm talking to you, then head on down to Smoky Mountain Axe House. Conveniently located in New Midland Plaza in Alcoa, Smoky Mountain Axe House is your one-stop shop for a good time. Veteran owned and operated and a member of the World Axe Throwing League, so when it comes to throwing axes, these guys can get you up to speed in record pace. Open to the public Thursday through Sunday and booking appointments now. Give them a call, 865-268-5872, or check them out online smaxes.com that's s-m-a-x-e-s 
Bluebell.com. Family friendly to all ages and ready to book your appointment today. Think outside the box and get your axe on. Stevenson Tire, three generations serving Blunt and surrounding counties for over 60 years. The friendly staff at Stevenson Tire is ready to assist you and get you back on the road quickly with the most trusted tire brands in the industry. Competitive prices, tire repairs too. Expect real hometown service at Stevenson Tire. The name to trust in East Tennessee is Stevenson Tire. 2411 East Broadway Avenue in Maryville. Online at stevensontire.net or call 865-983-1621. Monday through Friday, 730 till 5. Saturday, 730 till noon. Close Sunday. Stevenson Tire. Got a paint project, but your life is crazy busy? Let Keith Lane of Painter One Knoxville do it for you. Painter One is your first choice for all your painting needs. Paint really does have a powerful impact on mood, perception, and emotion. A warm, vibrant interior or reinvigorating outside walls? Trust Painter One. Exceptional customer service and communication. Two-year warranty and more. Renew your space. Renew your life with Painter One Knoxville. Online at PainterOne.com. Painter One is a proud sponsor of Maribel high school football it's game day and time for red rebel football on your home for rebel radio 95.7 duke fm the rebel radio crew was about to set the stage for what hopes to be another red rebel victory on the kitchen tune-up pregame show Tell Mama and them to get set for the Twin City Certified Maryville Game of the Week. And look out, because here come those Rebels. Welcome in to the Painter One Halftime Show right here from Oakland High School. You're listening to Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. We're going to jump to our sideline reporter, Mr. Chris Hips. The Rebels have headed to, they went to the sideline, went to their locker room. Uh, what was the, the feeling going off at half? Looked like they had a last-ditch effort trying to chuck it downfield. Hey, guys, I mean, they were trying to get down there. You know, that sack didn't help because uh, trying to get a score, you know, like get a little bit of momentum. Unfortunately, it didn't happen, but, you know, staying positive, I've seen a bunch of seniors on this team telling the younger players, keep your head up, we got this, we still got another whole half of football. I mean, yeah, on the scoreboard, it's not looking good, but, you know, like I said, there's still 24 minutes of football left, fellas. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. Uh, again, I think a lot of heart being had uh, by this offensive line and ultimately uh, Gage Ledoux trying to do what he can uh, just to get upfield and, and cause some uh, positivity for this offense. But I love what I'm seeing from uh, Jax Kirby, what I'm seeing from these receivers trying to get open for Clemmer. Yeah, that and how about uh, big Mr. Abrams with a nice catch along the sideline a while ago. And like you said, you know, Gilliam a little bit banged up, it's not helping, but, you know, like I said, there's a plenty of heart on this Maribel sideline still. Like I said, there's still another whole half to play. Well, and just as quick as, as Oakland was able to score, Maribel has the ability to score as well. But uh, thanks for the update, and uh, and we'll see you here for the coach's interview. Thanks, fellas. And then uh, a talk about the halftime stats again, provided by Ken Main. Uh, he's he's been a trooper here tonight. He's all uh, he's all bundled up. He's uh, making a, a bathroom break at this point, but uh, uh, he's done a great job. No printing ability here because it's windy, uh, but ultimately uh, he provided stats for us hardcore tonight. Uh, 
in the rush category. Maryville has 20 carries, 86 yards. Oakland has 17 touches for 247 passing yards. Maryville has 109 yards throwing the football. Oakland has zero. So, again, all of their opportunities and their, their successes have come by way of the ground game. 37 total plays, 195 for the Red Rebels, 18 plays for 247 for Oakland. I, I think some of the big splash plays obviously has been the tail of the tape. Haven't seen Oakland really uh, drive the length of the field and, and kind of grind out 10, 12, 15 play drives. Uh, but the problem is is their explosiveness uh, to get to the secondary and get to the second level has changed this uh, changed the dynamic of this fo- football game. Yeah, the two offensive linemen, Burrell and Turk, are getting a lot of push up front and, the, and it's freeing up that second and third level. Um, so it's not that they're having a lot of success out on the perimeter with the exception of the Tamari key play. That was the 79-yard run where he got to the outside. It's that they're getting success in the first and second level um, right up the middle of the field. Well, and I think, you know, like I said, they have athleticism unmatched in, in high school football probably uh, that they once they get to that point, tracking them down from behind, that's a that's a feat that even even the greatest track stars would, would, would not in, be interested in. But individual stats here tonight, uh, Gage Ledoux has 18 touches, 95 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Matthew Clemmer, again, those late sacks here in the second quarter really took some of his opportunities away. Uh, Matthew Clemmer throwing the football. He's 9 of 17 for 109 yards. Uh, receiving the football, Jax Kirby, four catches for 60. Uh, Gage Ledoux, two for 27. Price Davis, one for 19. And Zeke McCoy, one for three. Uh, Oakland running the football. Uh, Eric Taylor is the leading rusher. He has 11 touches, 202, and two touchdowns. Uh, Tamari Hill has two touches, 23 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Jamet Kal- Khalil James has two touches for 15 yards, and Kate Hewitt two for seven. Uh, Jeremiah Collins, he uh, he is the only pass attempt of the night. Uh, it's 0 for 1, no yards, and then uh, really no receiving category to be had here for Oakland. None needed uh, at this point, uh, but really uh, Oakland clinically offensive line play and then, then running the football one cut and go. Uh, they've put on a clinic here tonight. Yeah, initially as the game started, they struggled to run the football, but then as the game progressed, Eric Taylor had a couple of those big splash runs that you talk about, the 83-yard touchdown run he had, and then he had one that was 60-plus. So uh, Tamari Hill, that 70-yard run. So trying to identify a way to hold to your gap assignment early at the first and second level is going to be key in the second half of football. Yeah, and I'm, I'm a very positive uh, person that this there will be great adjustment made in the second half. You take away that Collins uh, 99-yard kick return touchdown to open this football game, it's a 24-7 to halftime score. Uh, uh, a deflected kick by Corbin Price, that takes three points away for the Red Rebels. And like you said, I think three big splash play touchdowns uh, that just didn't give us many opportunities uh, to recover from those. So Oakland has played a good football game, a good first 24 minutes, but as uh, as Pippi well said, there's a long second half here left in this semifinal matchup. But, but let's take a break, uh, listen to these great sponsors. When we come back, we'll look around the area. Uh, again, look at scores. Again, Alcoa's playing tonight. Uh, Beach and Bartlett are playing on the other side of the 6A bracket. West Powell is playing. Uh, Anderson County is playing. And so we'll, uh, we'll try to get updates on all the local teams here uh, in our area. And then again, Bring it right back here to Oakland for the second half of the semifinal 6A playoffs. You're listening to the Painter One Halftime Show, Rebel Radio, 95.7, Duke FM. 
Once again, it's football time in Tennessee. Hello, friends from Twin City Certified Used Cars, Trucks, and SUVs. If you're in the market for a like-new pre-owned vehicle, let Smiley Riley at Twin City Certified in Miraville be the choice. Over 600 pre-owns to choose from. It's auto buying made easy. 865-980-2600 or click TwinCityCertified.com. Twin City Certified in Miraville. It's the quality you deserve. If you have property to sell or you're looking to buy, call Dwight or Sarah Price at the Dwight Price Group Realty Executives, and they can help with all your real estate needs. Remember that no one sells more. The Dwight Price Group. Call 888-SOLD, which is 865-888-7653, or go to DwightPrice.com. The Dwight Price Group. The right home with the right price. Not satisfied with your current pest control service or looking to get that process started? Call Heath Barberry at Common Sense Pest Control, providing outstanding protection of your health and property while delivering exceptional customer service right here in Blount County. Available services include general pest, mosquito, and rodent control, as well as termite protection and much, much more. For personalized service, call Heath Barberry at 865-389-7412 or email info at commonsensepc.com. Again, phone number is 865 865- 389-7412. Also, find them on Facebook at Common Sense Pest Control. And remember, if you want bugs dead, you've got to use common sense. And welcome back to Rebel Radio on the Painter One Halftime Show. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Ben Metz. And I uh, wanted to look around the area for some scores of interest. A couple of those uh, that played in East Tennessee have went final. Uh, again, Anderson County has defeated Red Bank, uh, so they will play in the state championship game, extend their win streak. They are now 14-0 here in 2022. Uh, again, Anderson County defeats Red Bank 29 29- to 13. Uh, West and Powell, they are all knotted up. A 21 apiece. Fourth quarter, minute and 30 seconds to go. West has the ball on Powell's 37-yard line. So a big matchup there in East Tennessee in the Knoxville area as the, the defending 5A state champ, Powell, uh, trying to unseed West, which is uh, to this point in this season been the best team in 5A. Uh, looking looking on down, looks like uh, Coalfield uh, is trailing in a third quarter score. Looks like start of the second half, uh, Coalfield 13, Clay County 33. So Coalfield not uh, not where they would want to be. Uh, halftime score, Alcoa 21, Giles County 0. Uh, again, that is a halftime score there uh, at Giles County. Again, they're in the same situation we're in. They're out in the mid-state, and so the time difference has impacted when their uh, their game will happen. Uh, trying to look, uh, Beach and Bartlett, talk about who the winner of this football game here tonight. We'll see. Looks like Beach at the half up on Bartlett, 35-13. Uh, so very much in control of that one. So uh, we'll see. 12-1 and Beach, their lone loss came to Farragut uh, for the first game of the season, a team that the Red Rebels uh, defeated earlier early in the season. Uh, but, Ben, uh, a little shout-out, uh, one of our teammates, uh, Bethany Pope, uh, listening there from East Tennessee, uh, so appreciate her listening on the Duke 95.7. Yes, shout out Bethany. Uh, she uh, puts up with us uh, quite a bit, does she not? Yeah, us. I think Ben's just saying puts up with me. Ben's pretty good to work with. I'm the tough one, but uh, uh, but yeah, Bethany, appreciate you listening in. And again, all anyone listening in East Tennessee and around the area, we appreciate what's uh, what's 
the support we've gotten here in 2022. But uh, also want to recognize all our sponsors that we have here in 2022. Uh, again, Painter One being the halftime show sponsor, they'll get uh, Position One here in the sponsor recognition. Painter One, uh, if you've ever just go to their website, Painter One Knoxville. You can Google that. Uh, you can also give them a phone call if you have that project already uh, lined out, 865-205-7729, and they'll, uh, they'll get your paint project taken care of, especially in cold weather. Let them do it. Uh, but we've also got other great sponsors, Twin City Certified in Maryville, Stevenson Tire, uh, Cody Knuckles, Keller Williams with Keller Williams, uh, Pistol Creek Eats, and REO Cheese Wagon. They fed us all year long at the home game, so they are great food trucks from our area. Check those those people out uh, and, and support them because they sure support us. Kitchen Tune-Up of Knoxville, 95.7 Duke FM, our new radio home. This is the inaugural season with the Duke. And it's been a a successful one in our opinion. Dwight Price of Realty Executives, Common Sense Pest Control, El Himidor Mexican Grill, the Huddleston Law Firm, Lee Franks of Volunteer Home Mortgage, Smoky Mountain Axe House, and Denzo Manufacturing. Great sponsorship team here for 2022. Yeah, and you talked about Hario Cheese Wagon. How about those sandwiches this year? The Blackberry Smoke, uh, you had the, uh, uh, the Nacho Mama. Just great sandwiches. Yeah, and and they have uh, they have different ones. I think they've got a chicken parm thing now, and uh, I don't know why, but I think if we could get Peyton Manning uh, to eat that, it would be the new nationwide commercial. Absolutely. Yeah, there were shameless plugs for a lot of people, but definitely want to give a shout out to the Mets family listening to me in La Follette, Tennessee, at the Lake House. So hello to the Mets family out there. Y'all got a lake house? They're they're on Show they're on off. vacation. Show off. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah. Hey, uh, shout out to the Mets boys. As uh, again, appreciate Aaron for allowing Ben to uh, to be my, my my teammate here, and well as a teammate at our daily grind. But uh, but uh, yeah, shout out to you guys, and and again, shout out to everybody that's listened to us all year long. We uh, we have a good time with it. We have fun, but we try to put a product out that uh, if you can't make it to the game, that's hard enough. But you should at least know what's going on on the football field, and we hope that, that we've done that all season. So here are some things, Wayne, that we're doing really well, okay? Let's let's talk about the positives. You're talking about we or them? The, the Red Rebels. Red Rebels, okay. That's a we, yeah. yeah. So Jax Kirby, four receptions for 60 yards, okay? That five-yard post route or the five-yard out route is there because they're typically in man coverage on the outsides, and they're bringing one safety. Uh now, on the opposite side, the defensive side of the football, Oakland started to recognize that, and they're starting to bring pressure on the Clemmer and try to contain, bring five, bring six. You don't get Clemmer, you get Gage in the backfield, okay? Now, we only got one penalty for five yards, so there's another positive. We're playing some clean football, and we need to continue to bring that into the second half. I think you're exactly right, but uh, quickly, looks like the Rebels will come back out on the field. We're, we're going to take a quick break, listen to some great sponsors. When we come back... Uh, we're going to have Mr. Hips with the head football coach of the Red Rebels uh, for the second half interview. Uh, you're listening to the Painter One Halftime Show right here on Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. You can get a kitchen tune-up in just days, not weeks, with Kitchen Tune-Up. Locally and family-owned Kitchen Tune-Up can update your kitchen with cabinet refacing, painting, new countertops, a backsplash, even a full custom kitchen makeover. The skilled craftsman of Kitchen Tune-Up can transform your outdated kitchen in days, not weeks. Choose American-made cabinetry and accessories or save time and money with cabinet refacing, remodeling your expectations in days, not weeks. Learn more at kitchentuneup.com. Kitchen Tune-Up is a proud sponsor of Maryville High School Football. Lee Franks with Volunteer Home Mortgage in Maryland. And folks, it's finally fall. 
That means cooler temperatures, shorter days, high school football, and pumpkin spiced mortgages and refis from Volunteer Home Mortgage. Rates are still at historic lows, and buying or refinancing now could lock in the lowest rates in decades. Call me and let's see how we can save you some money. I'm Lee Franks, Volunteer Home Mortgage, 865-238-7500, 865-238-7500, or text VOLUNTEER to 33655, NMLS 1641325. And welcome back to the Painter One Halftime Show here live from Oakland High School, where your Rebels trail the Oakland Patriots, Oakland 31 Maribel 7. Uh, again, a little, few more shout-outs. Uh, looks like the voice of the Red Rebel marching band, Coach Christian Burns, listening. Uh, again, always appreciate Coach as he's been great to us. He actually helped us get Corbin Price to the press box last week as Corbin, we talked about it in the pregame show, already on his way to prepare for Oakland uh, right after the football game. Yeah, whenever we do that Go Rebels, he's the loudest guy doing the Go Rebels. Yeah, and uh, that says a lot. Ben's pretty loud. Uh, another another shout out, Randy Ward. Uh, again, a coworker of ours, but a, a big Red Rebel supporter. Uh, he's listening from East Tennessee and uh, gave us an update as uh, Tennessee basketball uh, has defeated Kansas, the number three ranked Kansas Jayhawks, 64 to 50 in the battle for Atlanta's championship game. So the uh, the orange the men in orange will come back to Knoxville uh, with a tournament championship. You know that vintage Tennessee ball jacket I have that I that, that I showed you on Friday or on Wednesday. Yeah. Randy got that for me. Well, Randy Randy is the man, and if you don't know it, just ask me. I'll tell you. Uh, but looks like the Rebels are headed back to the football field, so we're going try to try to get Mr. Hips with the head football coach. Uh, we'll give him just a few minutes. But, Ben, uh, I think uh, you can't let the first 24 minutes of football define the next 24. You've got you've to come out and do the best you can in this 24 to stop Oakland, but ultimately put points on the board. And at the end of this second half, if that's good enough, we're headed to Chattanooga. If it's not, it's been a great season for the Red Rebels. Absolutely. You said it great, Wayne. Uh, you know, defensive side of the ball, you're scheming at halftime to try to stop those big splash plays. Offensive side, offensive side of the ball, there's things that have been working on the, positively. There's there's things working with the the, uh, the passing to Jax Kirby and the Gage Ledoux running behind Jonah Arms. So I think you just try to take it for the first possession, one possession at a time, and let's go. Yeah, it looks like Coach Hunt is uh, actually talking to the TV crew, but Chris is uh, patiently waiting, so we'll we'll kind of kick it right here. Let's uh, let's take us one last quick break in the in the Painter One halftime show, uh, and then we'll come back with the halftime words from Coach Derek Hunt. You're listening to Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. It's barbecue time in Maryville, and Pistol Creek Eats is your local fix for award-winning melt-in-your-mouth brisket and barbecue. They're a fan-favorite barbecue food truck in our area, and Pistol Creek Eats can be available for your block parties, catering, and tailgate needs. Looking for a quick stop for quality barbecue? Look no further than a Taste of Blunt award winner in Pistol Creek Eats. You can check out their website, PistolCreekEats.com, or you can check them out on social media to see where they're going to be each and every week, but Pistol Creek Eats, Blunt County's own top shelf barbecue, and you can thank me later. And welcome back to the Painter One Halftime Show. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Ben Metz. And uh, Ben trying to get the uh, the head football coach of the Red Rebels. That is a feat unlike any other as the TV crew's talking to him now, but Hips is out there 
uh, patiently waiting. But uh, I think uh, he's letting his team warm up over here. Again, all the coaches, uh, a good body language coming out of the half. Uh, these these kids have been here before. Uh, they, they know uh, how to play their brand of football. And, and again, I, I think we've got a good 24 minutes in front of us. Well, the reason why it's taken a while, Wayne, is the magnitude of this game. We talked about it in the pregame for the last decade. In the highest classification of high school football, 6A football, these two teams determine the outcome of who hoists that gold ball at the end of the season. So you've got multiple TV outlets here. You've got radio outlets here, newspaper, whatever have you. It's a a game that has become a regular football game on Black Friday. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, we're gonna we're watching Mr. Hips uh, patiently. Uh, also trying to watch our cords here as uh, as there is there's sideline games going all the time with these young kids, and so we're trying to not get unplugged, uh, but ultimately uh, uh, gonna try to uh, get it to Mr. Hips as soon as we can. Uh, but uh, but Hips, we're we're gonna come to you a little a la carte here, uh, Mr. Hips. Uh, what what does the team look like coming out of the half? Yeah, the guys, I mean, the guys are warming up, stretching out. They're like they're uh, excited to get the second half started, you know, even though it's uh, scoreboard-wise not looking the best. Uh, this team's got a lot of confidence. Uh, these seniors want to go out, you know, fighting everything they got. He said it's a till of two halves, hopefully. Well, and, and, you know, Ben and I have been talking about it. Uh, don't let the first 24 minutes define these 24 minutes. Come out and give it all you got. The best friend of Maribel uh, still can put a lot of points on the board. Yes, sir, and just like that first drive showed it, all it takes is one big run, and this could switch around for us. Yeah, I think I think you're exactly right. But uh, looks like he's uh, he's about to finish up. We'll come back to you in just a second. But Ben, uh, I think Hips uh, he he echoes our our sentiments. And for those listening, uh, Mr. Hips doesn't necessarily hear what we have to say through the broadcast. So uh, I think it's ultimately uh, it's it's funny that he he kind of likens what we do. But Chris, looks like you've got the head football coach. Yeah, fellas, I'm down here with Coach Hunt. Coach Hunt, very tough ball at first half. Uh, offense seems like they're moving the ball really good against this Oakland defense. You know, uh, what our adjustments are they looking at in the half? I did see the leadership of your uh, team, especially seniors, saying, hey, guys, we still got another whole half to play. Yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, giving up a kickoff start the game, you don't ever want to play from behind against Oakland. Um, but our offense answered. And I do think our offense, we've moved the football on them. We, you know, scored a touchdown on opening drive. You know, move the ball, uh, missed the field goal, move the ball all the way down there. Um, you know, got down there and uh, uh, got to the 50 and threw an interception and then took a sack right there. Offense has played really well. Um, just haven't haven't uh, got enough points. You know, you got to you got to get down there and convert. Um, you know, defensively we've got to make some adjustments. Obviously, they had a really good plan, but our kids are going to battle, and our, and our guys aren't going to give up. They're going. Our goal right now is to get this thing to 31-14 and just see what happens. Our coaches are still still fighting. Our kids are still going to fight. You know, and it is what it is. We're just going to keep battling. Thanks, Coach. Thank you, man. Thanks, thanks, Chris. Great interview with Coach. Uh, again, uh, Ben, talk about that. Uh, again, that's a that's a proud coach right there, and a, and, a, and a coach that knows that he can't change the first 24, but he's going to try his heart out to, to impact the second 24. Yeah, Coach Hunt. You know, we 
we know his record. We know what he's capable of doing, and he does an excellent job communicating to these kids and setting the expectation. And right now his expectation is let's get out there, let's put seven points on the board, and just go from there. Yeah, and I think you've got to play it uh, down at a time. Uh, you can't. There's no play. We've talked about it. There's no 24-point play. You can't even this thing up with one swing. Uh, so, like Coach said, get to 14, uh, 31-14, and then just kind of chip away at it from there. But the faithful, as the Rebels came to their sideline, an ovation here. Uh, this this crowd that's traveled to Oakland, they're still here with them. They're fighting it with them, and uh, they're going to cheer their hearts out for for the remainder of this football game. But Ben, uh, that's been the Painter One halftime show uh, excited to get this second half underway the rebels will get the football uh, and uh, like I said snap and clear mentality uh, let's just get it done in the second half yeah we had some adversity at before the game started trying to find a place to broadcast but I'll tell you what Wayne I wouldn't <laughs> want to call this game with anybody else but the faithful over here hey it's it's been a fun environment to say the least uh, but deep for the Red Rebels will be Gage Ledoux. Uh, it looks like Cannon Johnson and Price Davis. Uh, but it uh, looks like number 95 kicking away. Uh, we'll see if it stays in, in play. And it's going to be a line drive punch kick, and it's going to go into the end zone. About a yard deep, probably his shortest kickoff of the night. And the Rebels will bring it out to their own 20-yard line, first and 10. He almost goes to a full sprint before he kicks the football off. He is aggressive, but uh, one of the tops in the state, and again, uh, he will be playing uh, at the next level. He is a junior right now, so he's got a whole other year of courting uh, before he has to ink with a with a next-level school. Clemmer's going to be in shotgun formation. They're going to work right to left, or left to right, I'm sorry, here on uh, on Ray Hughes. Clemmer's going to take the snap. He's going to hand to Gage Lou. No, he fakes it. Now he's going to look to chuck it downfield, and he's going to throw it into the Rebel sideline incomplete. Late hit on our quarterback. No call, and it'll be second 10. Ethan Burrell got in the backfield. Jax Kirby had man coverage on the outside with no safety help. He was running a fade route. It was there, just didn't have time to get to the outside and make that deep pass. Quickly, they're going to get two receivers out wide uh, to the right, and they're going to quickly break a small huddle. They have two receivers to the right, stack Jonah Arms to the left of the formation, puts him in motion left to right. It's going to be Gage Ledoux to Clemmer's left hip pocket. They're going to actually hand it to Gage. Gage going to look to get free. He's going to get a few yards upfield, and then he's going to be sure-handed tackled by Oakland's number 23, Jarrell Franklin. And uh, Gage is going to make it third and six, pick up a four. Counterplay towards the Maryville sideline had nine players in the box and still got some positive yardage before 23. Jarrell Franklin makes the tackle. Number 96, McGlamory is going to check out. Big lineman check in. Uh, it's going to be two receivers to the left. They're going to stack up Jonah to the left between guard and tackle. And Gage will be to Clemmer's right hip pocket. 11-18 to play here in the third quarter. Oakland 31, Maryville 7. It's going to mean Matthew Clemmer hands it off to Gage Ledoux. He's going to push the pile and lower the shoulder and bowl ahead to maybe the 28-yard line. They're going to give him the 29, and it'll be fourth and one. Takes an initial tackle at the line of scrimmage. Eventually, he's taken down by number 96, Markel Rogers. Looks like they're going to check out Cannon Johnson and Matthew Clemmer, and Gage Ledoux will stay in fourth and one in the Rhino package. Going to be in shotgun. He'll have Price Davis to his right hip pocket. He'll have two receivers to the left, one to the right. He'll move Dinner Bell in. 
And they're going to run right behind Dinnerbell. He's going to try to get wide. He's going to try to get upfield. Clemmer, or it's going to be Gage Ledoux stacked up at the line of scrimmage. And there's a flag on the play. But if it's against the Red Rebels, it will be a turnover here as they did not get the line to gain. It's going to be holding against the Red Rebels. Number 26, Corey Smith got in the backfield early, shook Gage up. He Still, you have to compliment him for his efforts. He showed a lot of intensity, tried to get that line of scrimmage before the hold was called. They're going to decline the penalty, uh, and it will uh, it will turn the football over on downs, and Oakland will be set up with an extremely short field at the Rebel 28-yard line. The only thing that stopped Gage on that play was the whistle. Yeah, Absolutely. Uh, it's going to be uh, number 17. It's going to be Kate Hewitt uh, goes under center, and he's going to take it. He's going to fake Tamar Hill, and he's going to hand it off to number, I believe, 22 uh, for that. That's going to be C.J. Puckett. He's a senior running back we hadn't seen tonight, and he's going to get maybe one. It's going to be second nine, 10-13 to play. Tried to counter back towards the Maryville sidelines near the left hash mark there, number 56. Brandon Husky on the tackle. It's going to be 10:03 to play in the third quarter. Again, didn't want anybody to think they joined too late. 10:03 in the third quarter. Uh, Maryville trails Oakland 31 to seven. It's going to be Hewitt under center. He's going to have some man in motion. He's going to hand it to Hill. Hill's going to try to get around right side. He does. He gets free. Gets across the 20, 15, 10, and he is going to be pushed out of bounds. Tamari Hill is going to be pushed out of bounds at the six-yard line. He's going to pick up an Oakland first down, sets up first and goal. Tamari Hill lines up on the left side, does an end-around route to get to the outside before eventually taken down by number 23, Ty Elder. Tamari Hill, a speedster to say the least, but he, he has a quick twitch uh, that can he can change direction in a heartbeat. It's going to be first and goal from the six-yard line. Uh, they're going to have number five, Eric Taylor, in the backfield with Hewitt. And they're going to have motion men of Puckett and Hill. And looks like Hewitt's going to look to push the pile forward, and they're going to get a couple yards with the keeper. And they're going to say down uh, to the four-yard line, and they'll be second and goal from the four. They call that a scrum in rugby, Wayne. Just a massive huddle on the defense and on the offensive side come together, try to get some Try to get some big yards on a small play. Well, and I think it's 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 a a test of wills right there, right? It's a line of scrimmage, win or lose, right there. And I think honestly, the Red Rebels stood up against the Patriots. Looks like uh, looks like there was an injured Red Rebel. I'm trying to see, looks like there was a timeout on the field. Uh, I think we're going to take one with them. Uh, Lee Franks, a volunteer, home mortgage timeout. You're listening to Rebel Radio, ninety-five point seven Duke FM. Are you looking to buy or sell a home in East Tennessee? Want a realtor with the honesty and integrity you deserve? Then you need to call Cody Knuckles with Keller Williams Realty in Maryville. Cody is a realtor who invests in our local community and will work for you on your buying or selling project. He's people-focused and faith-driven to get the job done for you and make your real estate dreams a reality. So pick up the phone and call 865-404-3033. That's 865-404-3033. And let Cody Knuckles take your real estate goals from a First down to a touchdown. And welcome back to Oakland High School. A fake out as that wasn't a timeout. It was a a thought injured player, but he gets off on his own. So they quickly get back to the line. 
and Tamari Hill, uh, Oakland's running back that's uh, had a good night. Uh, he punches, punches it in from four yards out and changes that Denzo scoreboard. It now reads the Oakland Patriots 37 and the Maribel Red Rebels 7. Jacob will uh, Jacob Taylor will attempt the PAT. The hold is down. The kick is up, and the kick is good. And Taylor now changes the scoreboard again. It reads the Rebels 7 and the Oakland Patriots 38. You're listening to Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. Craving some amazing eats today? REO Cheese Wagon features a gourmet grilled cheese selection made to order. Their menu includes some old favorites and unexpected pairings to keep you coming back for more. Voted Reader's Choice Best Food Truck in Blount County, I guarantee somewhere between Nacho Mama and Blackberry Smoke you will find your favorite. Follow REO Cheese Wagon on Facebook so you can mark your calendars on where to find that cheesy goodness each day. Or visit their website at REOCheeseWagon.com. REO Cheese Wagon, grilled cheese with a gourmet twist. Well, I got a chance here, let me clear my throat. And welcome back to the Twin City Certified in Maryville Game of the Week. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Ben Metz. Uh, ben, that, uh, that's a back-breaking score right there as, uh, again, now a 31-point advantage uh, equals a running clock until we can get some points on the board to slow that down. Yeah, obviously not the way Coach Hunt wanted the second half to start out. Um, he's going to make sure that the kids play with a lot of intensity, but you had the uh, fourth and short that we weren't able to convert on. Um, that led to a nice run by Tamari Key uh, to to set up for the easy punch in for the touchdown. But Coach Hunt will have these kids playing with a lot of uh, intensity here moving forward, and let's, let's, let's just try to get seven on the board. Yeah, one play at a time right here, Mr. Metz, as, uh, as the Rebels uh, looking to get back on the, on the board, get on the field on offense, and the TV guy's going to stand out there and, and talk for a minute. But, uh, but Ben, uh, talk about this group of seniors. You know, Coach Hunt talks about them pretty much weekly uh, when we have our uh, interview. You know, all the stuff that's on the interview, uh, we talk before and after. But uh, talk about Noah Vaughn, uh, a kid that's a Virginia signee, uh, going to have his opportunity there uh, in Charlottesville. Uh, at UVA to to make his uh, impact there. He he was injured in the Knox West game. Uh, he is here tonight uh, and and cheering on his teammates. Uh, DJ Gillen's a, a transfer guy, a track guy, uh, but that's made his way to the football field and really uh, through this season as the identities had to change week in and week out. Uh, he's made his way uh, into the scoring column and actually been a player of the game. Both are great kids, not not just great football players, but from a character perspective. Noah, after the game up in Powell, he stayed for about 30, 45 minutes signing autographs for kids. Just uh, just a really great kid. And we talked to DJ, we talked to his dad, um, just an excellent young man. His attitude about teamwork, uh, hard work, and, and effort, just just. Great young man, both of them. Well, and here in the second half, as we uh, as we walk through this, as timeouts happen, uh, we'll recognize some more seniors. So just hang tight. Uh, looks like they're going to kick this one away. Jacob Taylor, and uh, as he's done all night, he's going to go into the end zone, touchback, and the Rebels will bring it out to the 20 yard line. Couple more. Uh, Matthew Clemmer, a one year Rebel here, uh, as he was a governor for the first three years of high school, but he's come in, and and I say it often, and and I've said it with him. Uh, learning the Maryville offense has been like drinking water from a fireman's hose. He's he's really uh, hooked in. He's done some really nice things. Player of the game against Science Hill, the first matchup, uh, and just uh, just honestly, uh, this is a tall task for a lot of people, and he stood up to the challenge. 
But quickly, Clemmer's going to bring his troops to the line of scrimmage. It's going to be three receivers to the right. None to the left. He'll have Gage Ledoux in his left hip pocket. He'll step back in, into a shotgun formation. Waits on the snap. He's going to take it. He hands it to Gage Ledoux. Gage going to try to get right, and he's going to get upfield, gets across the first level, and pushes the defensive line. He's continuing to drive, and he's going to pick up 11. Pretty sure, Ben, he was contacted at the line of scrimmage and pushed for 11 yards. Yeah, and that's pure coaching right there, teaching these kids not to give up when when the when the point totals 38 to seven. What a great run, and eventually taken down by number five, Eric Taylor. Yeah, Noah's Noah's crossed the century mark here tonight. He's had he's had a nice night, a, a ton of touches, uh, really on his shoulders, but. Uh, He's putting this in the catalog for a great senior season. They're going to hand it to Gage Ledoux. Gage going to try to get wide. He's going to be shoelace tackled at the line of scrimmage. They're going to say they're going to say about a half yard loss, and uh, it'll set up second and eleven. That was schemed up well by Coach Creasy. Jeremiah Collins was coming in on a cornerback blitz, and uh, Gage Ledoux just runs right into it. It's going to be second down, 11 to go. Again, Clemmer looks to the sideline. He'll have three receivers to the right, none to the left. It uh, looks like they're going to stack. Uh, trying to see where Jonah's at at this point. Looks like he's going to be the left side of the formation. He's going to look to the sideline, try to get the adjustment. Now he's going to be in shotgun. Takes the snap. Fakes the handoff to Gage. Looking to the right. He's going to chuck it. Price Davis, the intended receiver, and it's going to be a high throw as he's hit. And it's going to go incomplete, third and 11 upcoming. 6.42 to play here in the third quarter again with the 31-point advantage. This clock will continue to move. The junior linebacker, number 44, Jeremiah Button, gets in the backfield and drills Clemmer as he tries to make the complete pass in the flat. Price Davis will check out. It looks like they're going to check in D.J. Gillins. They're going to have some speed on the edge as Zeke McCoy, D.J. Gillins are out wide. They're going to have, uh, looks like, it's going to be Jonah Arms out standing up. Three, three on the right-hand side. Jax Kirby to the left. Clemmer takes the shotgun snap. Three-step drop. Steps up into the pocket. Looks to deliver. Jax Kirby in and out of his hands. Incomplete. And it'll set up fourth down. Nice throw there. Uh, just cold hands and a cold football. Uh, just didn't job for Jax Kirby. Yeah, Jeremiah Collins on the coverage. He, had a, he gave him plenty of cushion to do that post route and make that reception. Just wasn't there. Going to bring up fourth down, and they will bring uh, the pump formation out and uh, deep in their own territory. Ball at the Rebel 30-yard line. Corbin Price will uh, will set the punt. 5.37 to play here in this third quarter. Rebels trail, Oakland 38, Aramble 7. It's going to be a good snap. Kick is away. It's going to be a high spinner, and it is going to be uh, ran away from, and it's going to take a nice Red Rebel bounce, and it will go down inside the Oakland 30-yard line. I think they're going to say it comes to rest at the 27. And so Oakland will have a, a little bit longer to go, and uh, it'll be first and 10 Patriots. Might have a block in the back on number 33, Nathan Hepburn. Let's see what the official calls. That'd be nice. Back them up just a little bit more. Looks like the TV guy's going to walk out there. A little, few more seniors to update on. Cannon Johnson, Caleb Dunford, uh, two nice receivers slash DBs that play a lot of minutes. Uh, Caleb actually was a backup quarterback early in his career and has, has really kind of found his way to the wide receiver position. And then Cannon Johnson, uh, what he's done, the, the, the physicality he plays with, especially at his size, uh, just a young man that I've enjoyed watching all season and honestly going to miss his, uh, his, his silent leadership what he does on that defense yeah you would never know cannon johnson's 5 10 180 pounds he plays like he's 6 5 275 
a lot of intensity, and he's one of the most difficult corners to block on the outside by a wide receiver all year. He's had the two interceptions. One of those he almost ran back for a touchdown, but also his attitude, um, he really sets the tone for that secondary. I think you're exactly right. It, it was going to be a, a, a foul against uh, Oakland. It will back them up. Uh, so it'll be first and 10 from their own 13-yard line. Uh, so a nice uh, in favor of Maryville type penalty there. Uh, a couple more, Isaiah French, uh, Wyatt Russell, Eli Cobble, all great, uh, great, uh, you know, contributors to this football team. Isaiah French, uh, the Frenchman, we've had all, all the fun with that. Uh, he's, he's a really strong player uh, in that linebacking core. 6'1", 195 pounds, prototypical in a lot of ways, and he plays up to it. The Frenchman, when he's out, we miss the, uh, what the, the abilities that he brings to the table, but when he's there, uh, he kind of announces his presence. He has 71 tackles on the season, 10 tackles for a loss, two sacks. One force fumble against Morristown East. But one of the key stats that you talk about, Wayne, he's second on the team for lost yardage on the tackle with negative yards at 51. So, like you said, if, if Isaiah French, the Frenchman, is not in there making those tackles, oftentimes on that on that side of that where that linebacker coverage is, they get positive yardage. But with him in there, he, he's really an enforcer. Drew Wallace, Jaden McCord, Caleb Graham, Noah Hunt, and Ty Elder. Talk about Drew Wallace. He has been a defensive back, uh, 6'2", 185, that's found his opportunities to pick off passes, knock balls away. Uh, he's really uh, learned on the job here in 2022, and I think uh, at the end of the season playing some of his best football. Uh, talk about Jaden McCord. He is a guy who, when he gets his opportunity, he runs extremely hard, comes from a great family, and uh, ultimately uh, just going to have a lot of success in front of him. Excited about what what's in front of Jalen. Uh, Caleb Graham, a big uh, big body that has a ton of success uh, on this defensive front and uh, and really uh, plays with his heart on his sleeve each and every week. Noah Hunt, uh, he, he's a practice player, a guy that, that really gets this Rebel team ready uh, to go, but ultimately uh, has a big impact on how they get ready for each Friday night. Uh, looks like they are going to run. Uh, they're going to run off guard there on first down. As Oakland second down, eight yards to go. Uh, 4:03 to play here in this third quarter as they as they lead Oakland 38, Maribel seven. Come by the come by the guard there, and uh, Jacob Richmond breaks down. He'll does his gap assignment well, makes a nice tackle. It's going to be number 17. That's going to be Hewitt who who tries to to quick handoff and looks like that play is going to be blown dead before it gets started. False start against Oakland. And that's going to back up the Patriots. Yeah, you talked about Drew Wallace, Wayne. You know, the four, he's got 44 tackles on the season. He leads the team in interceptions with three. Um, you know, he's played really well and just continued to develop back there at that safety position. Excellent season for him. Yeah, Ty Elder, another one defensive back that uh, he, when he has played, uh, people don't go that way. And I think that speaks to his ability when he gets in there. Uh, Drew Hare, uh, Jacob Richmond, Peyton Cooper, uh, Drew, obviously, uh, all three of those linebackers, and uh, and Jacob Richmond and Peyton Cooper, contributors uh, night in and night out, just uh, just big leaders on that defense. Going to be Oakland quickly hands off in the in the middle. Uh, they're going to just try to try to pound it up in there. That's going to be number three Mason Bell uh, with the carry. Uh, it's going to be third. They're going to say no gain. Uh, third and fourteen. Isaiah French gets in there and makes the tackle. 
Uh, Peyton Cooper, talk about him. He, he's, a, he's a stalwart at that linebacking position. Uh, again, just the number of tackles he has, uh, is, it, it's, pretty, it's a three-digit number. Yeah, 148 tackles, eight for a loss, one sack, two picks. One of those was for a touchdown, two forced fumbles, and two blocked PATs. What an excellent season for him. Yeah, third and 12. They're going to actually give uh, give Oakland two yards on that uh, that second down attempt, and they're going to quickly, it's going to be Hewitt. It's going to look to throw the football. He's going to look to uncork it down deep, and Hudden Jones tried to turn receiver, and it's going to go in and out of hands of the Red Rebels. Uh, but honestly, Hutton Jones had the best play on it. Yeah, Hutton Jones had no safety help back there. It was just man-to-man coverage, and he positions himself very well in front of the receiver and makes a nice play on the ball. They're gonna they're gonna force the Oakland Patriots to punt again. Only the tenth time here in 2022 that the Patriots have punted the football. So again, a feat in itself. It is gonna be it's gonna be Jacob Taylor in pump formation. Oh, I'm sorry. That's gonna be uh, trying to see that. I don't think that's him. And it is gonna be blocked into the end zone. And let's see what they're going to call. They're going to call a safety as it goes out of the back of the end zone. So a huge play uh, there in this late going to this one as the defense in not many opportunities to punt the football took a little too much time. Rebels get back there, block it, rolls out of the back of the end zone, and that's going to be a safety. And the Denso scoreboard has changed. It now reads Oakland 38 and the visiting Maryville Red Rebels 9. And that's the man maker again, getting another block punt. Yeah, I think he's uh he's quietly they've they've done a ton of work to keep Maniker out of out of the broadcast, uh, but he continues to drive home and on special teams uh, he's got a way to, he's got a nose for the football. Uh, but quickly want to get a couple more in here. Race Irwin, he's a halfback tight end, 5'10", 180 pound senior. Uh, Jay Adams, uh, 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 Jay Adams, one of those linemen uh, that really uh, you talk about a, a group of young men that. Uh, they find ways. Uh, they they do so much to really own the trenches and to do things. Uh, got over 3,000 rushing yards on the season. So we're going to see. And uh, big key piece here, that safety stopped the running clock. So those two points, we'll, uh, we'll put this clock back in normal mode, and, uh, and we'll see uh, how this goes. Minute 17 seconds to go uh, here in the third quarter. And... Uh, Looks like the safety. They'll actually have. Well, they'll be a, the kind of the loss, the points, and we get the football. So hopefully, a little flip switch here. Let's they're, see how they respond. Yeah, they're going to kick it off from. Uh, trying to see where that ball spotted. Looks like it's going to be at the at the Oakland 20-yard line, and they're going to kick this one away. This one may be returnable. It's going to be Jacob Taylor. He's going to kick this one long. Deep, it's going to go to uh, Gage Ledoux, little bobble, and he's going to get it. He's going to get across the 20, 25, 30, 35, and he is going to pull some Patriots near the 40-yard line, and that's where the Rebels will set up shop first and 10. They work left to right here at Ray Hughes Stadium at Oakland High School. Yeah, the ball had a wicked spin on it, a line drive down the field, and it hits D.J. Gillens in the face mask, and Gage takes it off of his (laughs) face mask, runs it, up the field before Gus Ramsey makes the tackle, number 19 for the Patriots. Again, just another great kick, though. It went it went from 20 to 20, so uh, <laughs> another nice one. Uh, looks like Clemmer will bring him out and shotgun. He'll have Gage to his left, two receivers to the left, one to the right, and Jonah Arms stacked up at tight end. 
Maybe Clemmer looking for the shotgun snap. He'll take it. A little one-step drop, flips it out in the flat. That's going to be, looks to be Cannon Johnson, and he is going to get upfield, get a couple, and they're going to say second and eight. Ball on the Rebel 42-yard line. Jeremiah Collins gave him about 10 yards cushion over there. Ball's thrown out in the flat, and Cannon Johnson makes a nice move to get some positive yardage. 102 to play here in the third. Uh, Oakland 38, Rebels 9. Again, if you just missed it, uh, a safety in the back of the end zone, a blocked punt, and it rolls out of the back of the end zone. Would like to have fallen on that and picked up the quick six. But, uh, again, safety, no, no shame in that. Oakland had to kick it away to us, second and eight. It's going to be Clemmer. He's going to hand off to Gage Ledoux, and Gage is going to try to kick it back right, and he's going to be dropped in the backfield. Got a three-yard loss there. It's going to set up third and 11. Yeah, Ethan Burrell gets in the backfield, no block on him. He gets in there and makes the tackle. Under a minute to play here in the third. Uh, 42 seconds and counting. Rebels with the football in their own territory, third and 12. It's going to be Caleb Dunford, Cannon Johnson to the right side of the formation. Jax Kirby to the left, all by himself. Clemmer's going to move. Jonah Arms left to right across the formation. Waits on a shotgun snap. Play is going to be called dead. It's going to be an Oakland timeout. Let's take one with them. You're listening to Rebel Radio 95.7. This is the Lee Franks Volunteer Home Mortgage Timeout right here on Rebel Radio 95.7, Duke FM. Denso Manufacturing in Maryville hopes you're cheering on your team. Denso loves to cheer on their team. And now Denso is adding even more team members. Immediate production and warehouse openings on second and third shifts. Pay starts at $18 an hour depending on shift. And a high school diploma is no longer required. That's right. A high school diploma is no longer required. So join the team today. Denso has off-shift maintenance openings with experience-based hourly pay, as well as professional and leadership openings, competitive pay, paid holidays and vacation, 401k, health insurance, on-site Denso-only doctor, pharmacy, and workout facility. Learn more at denzocareers.com slash Get in the game, join the Denso team, and start crafting your future today. Welcome back to Rebel Radio and the Twin City Certified in Maryville Game of the Week. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Ben Metz. It's 38 for Oakland and 9 for the Red Rebels. Maryville on offense, facing a third and 12 here in the final final seconds of this third quarter of play. Clemmer's going to be in shotgun, takes the snap. He's going to take a three-step drop, steps up in the pocket. Now he's going to have to call his own number. He's going to go across the 40 near midfield, and he's going to fall ahead forward. They're going to give him midfield. And it should be just enough for the first down. He needed 12, Ben, and got 12. And that's going to be a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. I don't think it was designed to be a quarterback run, but that worked out very well because you had press press on the outside by the linebackers, and you had the secondary going back in zone coverage. That opened up the middle of the field, and Clemmer was able to maximize and get the first down. Yeah, the third quarter will come to a close, but basically they had a spy on Gage, and he, his assignment was not Matthew Clemmer, and so he scampered for 12 yards. So that's going to be a fresh set of downs to open the fourth quarter. You're listening to Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. 
El Jimador Mexican Grill, a Blunt County tradition for 20 years. El Jimador Mexican Grill is fast, filling, and fantastic Mexican food at a fair price. Come to El Jimador Mexican Grill for daily lunch specials Monday through Saturday from 11 till 4. Dine in for a great dinner with family and friends or call ahead for takeout anytime. Open Sunday through Thursday till 10, Friday and Saturday until 1030. Your fiesta awaits at El Jimador Mexican Grill, 1705 East Lamar Alexander Parkway in Maryville. Call 8 65681-6040. El Jimador Mexican Grill, a proud sponsor of Blunt County Sports. Run like a rebel, run like a rebel. And welcome back to fourth quarter action here from the Twin City Certified in Maryville Game of the Week. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Ben Metz. Uh, ben, talking about it, the TV guy's still out there, so we'll talk about some of these seniors. Uh, kind of chipped at him a little bit. Jay Adams, Cal Grubbs. Uh, talk about, I'm trying to, Houston Rattledge, um, trying to get all the, the linemen in on one. I feel like they play together. We might as well count them together. But uh, Jay Adams, Cal Grubbs, and Houston Rattledge, offensive linemen that, that have really worked their tails off all season. Got 2,000-yard rushers, uh, got over 3,000 total rushing yards on the season. And, and really, um, when all things kind of were in question, that line of scrimmage play was not. And I think that's a that's a testament to those guys, that leadership on the offensive line saying, listen, there may be a lot of things that we ain't doing well right now, but we're blocking and we're, we're opening holes for our running back and whoever's going to uh, uh, handle the football. Yeah, they were Smoky Mountain Axe House players of the game for the Farragut game. And after last week's game, um, sitting in the stands with Coach Hunt, I saw them put their arms around each other and saying, I love you guys. So very close-knit group there. Well, and, and just an amazingly bright future for all those young men. Cal, of course, being the Liberty commit, uh, I think that's going to go a long way. But Houston and uh, Jay, uh, I think they're, they have bright futures for them as well because they're just good young men. Uh, good things happen to good people, and I think they're in that category. Uh, Brandon Husky, uh, Tristan Swank, Maddox Stott, uh, all those are, are defensive linemen uh, that have really worked hard to, to get upfield and, and close some things down late in, in, in goings of games. Brandon Husky, uh, one of the, the, the key cogs in this in this football team's defense. Yeah, Brandon Husky's one of those guys. He's kind of uh, not the big name, but he makes big plays on defense. Uh, it's going to be Red Rebels on offense. Going to take a low shotgun snap, fakes the handoff. Clemmer's going to have to clear the pocket, and he's just going to go down Sacked on play on the first play of the fourth quarter. It'll be a second and long after the sack. Yeah, Jarrell Franklin gets in the backfield, makes the sack. Uh, Clemmer was looking downfield for Jax Kirby. He had man coverage uh, downfield with uh, Quintavious Lizenby. Um, just didn't have enough time to throw it deep. It's going to be second down. Second down and 19. A nine-yard sack there on first down. 11:26 to play here in this. This semifinal matchup, Oakland 38, Rebels 9. They're going to quickly fake the handoff to Gage Ledoux. Now they're going to deliver in the flat to court, to Price Davis, and he is going to be hit high and hit out of bounds, but no call. And they're going to get nice yardage on second down and set up third and manageable. I thought yeah. that was a high hit, Ben. Yeah, I'm surprised they didn't call a high hit there, Wayne. Number five, Eric Taylor on the tackle. Dropped down from the safety position and knocks Price high out of bounds. Yeah, I thought just from our angles, thought he picked up more than he did. Got a five on that one. So it's going to set up third and long still, third and 14. And looks like Clemmer will uh, stay in shotgun. He'll have Gage to his right, hip pocket to the left, two to the right. 
Low snap, fakes the handoff to Gage, wants to throw it. He's going to go across the middle, and it is going to be a completed pass to Cannon Johnson. Looks to set up fourth and two. Pickup of 12 there on third down. Nice little cut across by Cannon. Caught the football on his knees. Kind of runs a drag route, but it was a deep drag route. Makes a nice catch for a for big yardage. Fourth and two. Offense, of course, will stay on the field. They are into Patriot territory. Down to the Oakland 42-yard line. Clemmer looks to the sideline. He'll have Gage to his left hip pocket. Honestly, Ben, I think there's, there's only one or two plays. Either hand it to Gage or keep it yourself. We'll see what the play call is. They're going to flip Gage Ledoux to his right hip pocket. Clemmer waits on the shotgun snap. He's going to take it. He gives it to Gage Ledoux. Gage going to push the pile ahead forward, and he's going to get down inside the 35-yard line and jumps to the 32. Nice pickup by the junior running back. Uh, he's he's putting a lot of stuff on film for a strong senior season. Yeah, Gage hit the hole. Number 50, Quentin Norfolk, was involved in Gage falling down to the turf, but I wouldn't give him credit for the tackle. Gage just kind of tripped over number 50, made a nice run there. As we are nearing the 10-minute mark here in the fourth quarter, 10.03 to go. Again, Oakland 38, Rebels 9. It's going to be Matthew Clemmer in shotgun. He takes the snap. He's going to give the handoff to Gage Ledoux. He's going to try to get wide. He's going to get to the right. He's going to cut up field. Gets across the 25, down near the 20. They're going to say down at the 22-yard line, and that's going to be 11 when you need a 10. That's another Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. Started to run a counterplay towards the middle of the field and then decides to go towards the right hash mark, heading towards the sidelines. Caleb Dunford makes a nice block before Jarrell Franklin makes the tackle, number 23. Nine and a half to play. Rebels nearing the Huddleston Law Firm red zone as they work right to left here at Ray Hughes Stadium, Oakland High School. Clemmer's going to be in shotgun. He's going to take the snap, looks to the left, wants to throw it. He's going to uncork it. Got Cannon Johnson deep, and it's going to be caught in the end zone. Cannon Johnson, ladies and gentlemen, touchdown Rebels. Stacked heavy to the left side. Cannon's playing right there in the middle between the slot. And the X-Man, and he goes out and just runs a little post towards the corner. And eventually, Mason Bell just can't keep up with him. Nice catch by Cannon. Touchdown, Red Rebels. Well, let me get back to Cannon. I've, I've talked all about his defensive prowess, but right there, uh, he made a he made a re- return on the football, looked and watched the football in, and he was outmatched defensively. I think the DB was probably four inches taller than he was. <laughs> Good job, Cannon Johnson. And the Denzo scoreboard just changed with 9.16 to play here in the fourth quarter. Uh, Oakland 38, Rebels now 15. Looks like they're going to go for two. And it's going to be, it was going to be number 15, Eli Cobble. And it is going to, it's not going to work out for the Red Rebels as they're going to bull rush and they're going to stop the PAT. No good. And that's where the score will stay. Oakland 38, Red Rebels 15. Tried to do a reverse play, and number five, Eric Taylor, was not fooled. He gets in the backfield, makes a nice tackle. Nice play indeed. Uh, Continue to talk about this senior class. Aiden Edwards, Josh Paulson, uh, offensive lineman, defensive back, respectively. Uh, Aiden Edwards, number 79, he's 6'6", 255. Uh, He's going to have his opportunities uh, as he he progresses in life. Josh Paulson, again, another player uh, that that does things during the week to get the Rebels ready uh, for Friday nights. Jason Manneker, the man-maker, Manneker mania. I think any time that you have T-shirt ideas off of your name, 
name, that means your abilities are pretty high. Uh, Jason Manneker's done a lot of great things. Not uh, at this point choosing to play uh, at the next level football, but I know I think he's wanting to fly. He's wanting to fly planes, and if he does that anywhere as aggressively as he plays football, we're going to be in good hands. Yeah, this is a guy who they've had to put the guard, the tackle, and the center on to block uh, just to keep him off the quarterback throughout the year, especially at the Bearden game. Uh, overall in the season, five and a half sacks, 72 tackles on the year. So going to miss watching him play with that kind of intensity. You remember the game where he had the jersey about half ripped off of yeah. Yeah, he's, it's only one that uh, he's probably the only person on the team whose jersey has a salvage title. It's it's the it's the funniest <laughs> thing. Uh, but uh, Caius Watts, number eighty-five, a linebacker. He he has come into a ton of games and uh, he plays at a very high level. A drop off, very little, uh, if any, uh, at that linebacker position because Caius plays with such a high motor. Uh, Sam Shepard, uh, he's a defensive lineman, six-two. He has made some appearances uh, in this twenty twenty-two campaign. Sam, just a guy that's waited on his time and uh, made the most of it here this season. Jax Kirby, a guy who's come on here in the second half of the season as a true option at the receiver for uh, for Matthew Clemmer, and, and honestly, scratching the surface of the ability of this young man. Really tough kid, wide receiver slash DB, 6'5", 185 pounds, and uh, really done some nice things to give this offense a few different wrinkles uh, here in 2022. Yeah, especially late in the season, 131 yards receiving and three touchdowns. But uh, I like to call him the outlaw, Jax Kirby. He's a wanted man, Wayne, and uh, he just continues to get better. Uh, great young man and uh, uh, enjoyed watching him play. Corbin Price, the one teeing it up right now, is another senior. 300-point scorer and the most points ever scored as a Maryville High School Red Rebel football player. Corbin is going to cough and kick this one. It is going to be taken uh, by number five, Eric Taylor. Uh, he is going to get the football at the uh, the Oakland 34-yard line. They gave it the 35, and that's where the Patriots will come out first and 10. But they'll quickly bring that one out here. And uh, last two seniors on the list, and we'll talk about them in the postgame show, Zeke Gowen, uh, he's a guy that's come into football games. I actually think he has a pick uh, in his first. He came in one play, pick, went back out, loved it. Uh, that's good efficiency there. Linebacker 6'1", 175. And then Frankie Diaz, a guy who, uh, if he don't play it on his sleeve, he plays with his heart and his beard. Uh, <laughs> as uh, Frankie is a man amongst boys visually and also uh, the way he plays the game. Uh, love Frankie. Love his family. He's, his dad's down there with Chris right now uh, doing some great photos for this, this community, for this football team. And, and, again, love the way Frankie plays. He came back to the, the Little Rebs. A uh, little banquet and, and just all he was worn out from practice, but he knew it was important for him to be there. That's a great kid out there. Yeah, and with Frankie, it's not necessarily the stats; it what he it's what he does to push the runners towards the middle of the field towards those linebackers. Yeah, it's Oakland on first down picks up five. They're going to quickly get it to second down. It's going to be handoff again to number twenty-five. It's going to be Tamari Hill, and he's going to push the pile ahead forward. He's going to pick up about three. It's going to be third and two. Jason Manneker gets credit for that tackle. He gets past C.J. Puckett and reaches his hand out to trip him up for a, for a nice tackle. 8-16 to play in this one. Oakland 38, Rebels 15. Again, uh, life still left in this one as Rebels still fighting. Third and two, ball on the Oakland 43-yard line as they work left to right here at Ray Hughes Stadium. And again, the winner of this one will play the winner of Beach and Bartlett. Looks like they're going to quickly try to push the pile. Maryville not fooled there, and we'll see where they line them up. Looks uh, if initial uh, initial spot from the close ref here is right, 
And they're going to be about a half yard short. It's going to be fourth and one. Jack Carter did a really good job ripping his block and getting in there and making some contact to, to prevent them from getting that first down. 7.31 to play, fourth and short, and Oakland will keep the offense out there. Again, a, uh, uh, a 23-point lead and uh, not uh, not sufficient for Oakland. They're going to look to try to convert here, try to keep the football away from the Rebel offense. It's going to be number 17 going under center. That's going to be Hewitt, and Hewitt may be looking for the hard count. And he doesn't get it, and Oakland will take a timeout. Let's take one with them. A Lee Franks of Volunteer Home Mortgage timeout. You're listening to Rebel Radio and the Twin City Certified in Maryville Game of the Week right here on Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. Located in Maryville, Tennessee, Huddleston Law Firm was founded in 2005 by Rob Huddleston with a mission to provide top-notch legal services to the residents of Blunt and Knox counties, as well as many surrounding counties. Huddleston Law Firm is ready to fight for you in criminal or juvenile court, simple wills and divorces, child custody and adoption matters, and domestic law services. Call Huddleston Law Firm at 865-983-5500 or go online to the Huddleston lawfirm.com. Huddleston Law Firm understands you have many options in East Tennessee for representation. They realize that fact and always appreciate your business. From the Hep Plumbing Studios, we want to be your plumber. This is WDKW, Maryville, Knoxville, 95.7 Duke FM, your home for Maryville Rebels football. And welcome back to Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM and the Twin City Certified in Maryville Game of the Week. And as we come back from break, it was a fourth and one play uh, for Oakland. Uh, they called the timeout, but then they, they take the snap and actually would have gotten the first down. So uh, maybe Coach Creasy would wish he didn't take that timeout, but he did. But let's jump down to uh, Mr. Chris Hips, our sideline reporter. Chris, uh, again, a lot of life still being had as the Red Rebels fight until the end in this one. Yeah, I think Coach Hunt said it at halftime. Man. He's got too much, uh, you know, um, leadership to just quit. This team's fighting. I mean, that touchdown drive was big right there. You know, this defensive stop right now will be huge. You get the ball with a short field as well. Yeah, kind of interesting the, the play, like the, the looking for the hard count and then take the timeout. You expected Oakland to come out maybe in pump formation. Then they have to burn another timeout. Huh? Maybe we're giving them different looks. Yeah. Like I said, hopefully stop him right here and get the short field and punch in again for another six. We'll hope for that, absolutely. Thanks, Chris. Yeah, compliments to the Maribel coaching staff. You know, you're up 38-15, to 15 and you've burnt all your timeouts with seven minutes left to play. Yeah, I think that's a, that's a key piece to, to think through, too. Again, uh, in, in a general sense, I think Oakland's probably fairly comfortable, but uh, I don't know that you need to be. They're going to quickly hand it off. They're going to give it to number five. That's going to be Eric Taylor, and he's just going to go north and south, straight ahead forward, pick up a couple, and move the sticks. It will be first down Oakland and uh, a fresh set of downs for those Patriots. Yeah, hats off to uh, looks like number 56 there, Brandon Husky. Initially, he gets down and makes a – he does a good job to lay to close his gap and make that block, but uh, he gets past him, gets the first down. Looks like they will they will spread the field and uh, going to actually have uh, 
Number, trying to get that number. I think it's number eight. It's going to have Khalil James out wide. And looks like he's going to take that handoff, gives it to number five, Taylor. And he's going to be met in the backfield, spins out of that one. And he's going to push the pile ahead to midfield and pick up three. It's going to be second down and seven. And uh, that's for where Oakland uh, will probably give it down to six minutes to play in this one. Brandon Husky gets in the backfield initially to slow down the runner. Eventually, number 21, Caleb Graham, gets credited with the tackle. Let's see how they break this one. And they're going to keep uh, they're going to keep a receiver out wide. That's going to be James, and it's going to be Hewitt under center. He's going to take the snap. Yeah, I thought there was movement, and there was. Looks like uh, looks like Oakland may have a little longer to go with this one. It's going to be false start against the Patriots, and it's going to back them up five. It'll set up second and thirteen. Looks like number eight, Khalil James, the wide receiver, uh, gets gets caught starting his route early. And Hewitt's going to go to the sideline quickly, get a play, bring it back to a small huddle. Uh, and uh, I think uh, it's interesting that they're trying things here late in this football game. Again, still have a, a, the full allotment of starters in this football game. Uh, again, still have one to play, even getting through tonight. Going to be Hewitt and shotgun. He's going to take a little play action. Going to be a hold there, no call. And Hewitt's going to get hit and nearly picked off as Drew Wallace had his hands all over that football. But give uh, give Peyton Cooper, Jason Maneker, and company a lot of credit there. They forced Hewitt to chuck that one probably quicker than he wanted to. Yeah, he paid the price. Caleb Graham and Jason Maneker get in the backfield and just sandwich tackle him before he throws the ball. Throws it down near the middle of the field and almost intercepted. Yeah, jersey pulling galore, no call. Um, but it's going to set up third and 13 ball on Oakland's 44-yard line. Going left to right, 534 to play. Oakland on top, 38 to the Rebel, to the Red Rebels, 19. And quickly, they're going to get to the line of scrimmage. It's going to be Hewitt and Shotgun. And we're going to see what happens there. Maybe the Red Rebels took a timeout here. No, it's going to be another false start against Oakland. So uh, it's actually going to be a delay of game against the Patriots. So they'll uh, they'll go the wrong way, and I can't say that I don't like it. It's third and 18 from the Oakland 39-yard line here in the fourth quarter. Of this uh, semifinal matchup winner will play the winner of Beach and Bartlett. Uh, last check, uh, Beach was on top, uh, 35 to 14. Good call by the lead official. He saw that clock wind down, was quick to call it. Full score of interest. Looks like Alcoa a final, uh, 38 to 13 over Giles County. They'll play for another state championship. Looks like Hewitt's going to take the snap. He's going to roll the pocket, a little play action. He's going to have to chuck it, get rid of it, and nobody in tow, and he's going to throw it into his own sideline. Coach made a catch over there. Yeah, Jason Maneker ripped off one block, and he ripped off a second. He was getting back in there, and Jacob Richmond comes out of nowhere and puts some contact on Cade Hewitt before he just throws the ball away. Yeah, and Hewitt, uh, he, he's a guy who, uh, you, you know, talk about last year, had all those D1 prospects in his backfield. Still has some, obviously, with the athleticism here tonight. Uh, but uh, he, he's really uh, been the key cog to rebuild this offense. And, uh, and again, showing here tonight uh, that it's very much there. And Hewitt's going to stay in shotgun, a long shotgun, and it's going to be a quick uh, little little drop punt. And he's going to have a nice one. It's going to take an Oakland roll down near the 10-yard line. And I think it's going to come to rest 
at the Rebel 8. That is an amazing little drop kick there on fourth down. Yeah, it didn't go. It wasn't up in the air for a long period of time, but it grew some legs and ran all the way down inside the 10. Yeah, here's some scores of interest as we're out near the mid-state. Some finals back home. Knox West, 28. Powell, 21. That is a final, so West will go play for a state championship. Powell will not repeat as 5A state champs. Anderson County, as we said earlier, uh, defeated Red Bank 29-13. That is a final. Anderson County will play for a state championship. Alcoa will play as they defeat Giles County 38-13. Um, trying to see if the other game looks like a fourth-quarter score. Beach is on top of Bartlett 43-39. to So Bartlett is clawing back into that one. 4-14 to play and uh, and counting. So the winner of that one, we'll see uh, the winner of this one at this point, uh, barring some just crazy uh, crazy offensive performance here. Looks like Oakland uh, will, will be advancing out of this one. Yeah, very difficult um, for the Red Rebels. Uh, obviously, Coach Hunt talked about it coming out of the locker room. He wanted to see us come out and get those initial seven points on the board. We came out, we were able to convert on that fourth down, and uh, um, Tamari, Key, Tamari Hill was quick to uh, to score. Uh, Tamari Hill, you know, he's, he's a... Uh, if we call a man maker, well, he's a pain maker because once he gets to that second level, the only thing he's going to inflict from there on out is pain, and uh, he got upfield and got there in a hurry. Well, you talked about it, Wayne. Uh, those big splash plays are the difference in this ball game right now. We, we talked off air about we were trying to recall, I think there's been four or five big plays that have put that 38 up there on that scoreboard. Yeah, I, I would, you know, I think I think Ken will be able to, to share this with us in the post game, but uh, I think there's with the kickoff return, there's probably four to five, uh, 60 plus yard uh, rips, and and that's really changed the complexity of this game. Honestly, Oakland, uh, in a general sense, hasn't been able to drive the full length of the field against this defense uh, in a in a grinded out type manner. Uh, and, and but at the same time, e- either way leads to six points on the on the board. So it's nothing against Oakland. It's just uh, they've they've not had that uh, necessity there. Uh, looks like Clemmer's going to be deep in his own territory. First and ten from the Rebel eight yard line. Uh, he's going to be in shotgun. He's going to take the snap. He's going to play action. Looks to deliver it out in the flat to DJ Gillins. DJ with the football. He's going to try to get upfield, and he is going to be cut down and chopped and knocked out of bounds after a pickup of a couple. Ball thrown out in the flat. D.J. Gillins tries to get up the sidelines before he's eventually taken down by number three, Mason Bell. It's going to be pickup of two on the play, and with 5.06 to play in this one, uh, second eight upcoming for the Rebels. Ball on the uh, on the Rebel 10-yard line. And Clemmer's going to stay in shotgun formation. He's going to have two receivers to the right, uh, one, no, two to the left. Uh, going to have Gage Ledoux to his right hip pocket. They flip left to right. Clemmer in shotgun, waits on the snap, takes it. He's going to give no fakes to hand off to Gage. He's going to deliver across the middle, and that is going to be, I believe, Cannon Johnson yet again, and that's going to move the chains. Another Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. Five-yard quick slant across the middle of the field. Oakland is pressing on the outside, so Clemmer's got to release the ball quickly, and Coach Hunt is just scheming very well right now. Yeah, I think he's uh, he's uh, found a little mismatch just in the uh, in the tight abilities here. And Matt Clemmer's going to take a shotgun snap. He's going to look to throw it yet again. He's going to have Cannon Johnson again. Cannon Johnson's going to get across midfield, get into the Oakland territory at the 40, 35, and he is going to be pushed out of bounds 
at the Oakland 32-yard line. Cannon Johnson with some swag right now. Cannon Johnson, again, knows what's happening here tonight, but I think he is doing what he can for his football team, and that's making him happy. Yeah, Eric Taylor is the only safety back there, and uh, Coach Hunt sees that, so he's running that slot um, receiver to, to open up that seam, and that's what happened on that play. Cannon Johnson gets open, and he gets up the middle of the field before taken out by number five, Eric Taylor. 43 yards on that reception, catch and run by Cannon Johnson. Clemmer's going to quickly get the line down there. It's going to be two receivers to the right. It's going to be Jonah Arm stacked up. He's going to drop, a little three-step drop, tries to get it out to to D.J. Gillens, and it's going to bounce off his jersey high and away, and it's going to be incomplete, second and ten. D.J. Gillens does a five-yard dig route, just runs about five yards up the field and cuts in towards the middle of the field. Ball was thrown a little bit two out in front he had to make a make a turn with his body to try and catch it and comes off his shoulder pad incomplete looks like uh core or uh Klimmer is going to be in shotgun formation he'll have gage ledoux to his left two receivers to the left two to the right it would be caleb dunford and cannon johnson to the right and jacks kirby jonah arms to the left as i say that uh, looks like uh Looks like Maryville's going to take a timeout. Let's take one with them. A Lee Franks of Volunteer Home Mortgage timeout. You're listening to Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. Are you ready to think outside the box? If I'm talking to you, then head on down to Smoky Mountain Axe House. Conveniently located in New Midland Plaza in Alcoa, Smoky Mountain Axe House is your one-stop shop for a good time. Veteran owned and operated and a member of the World Axe Throwing League, so when it comes to throwing axes, these guys can get you up to speed in record pace. Open to the public Thursday through Sunday and booking appointments now. Give them a call, 865-268-5872, or check them out online. Smaxes.com. That's S M A X E S.com. Family friendly to all ages and ready to book your appointment today. Think outside the box and get your axe on. Welcome back to Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Ben Metz. And with 426 to play in this one, Oakland 38, the Red Rebels 15. Matthew Clemmer in the Rebel offense out there. Uh, he's going to be in shotgun. He'll have two receivers to the right, one to the left. And he'll quickly hand to Gage Ledoux. Gage Ledoux is going to get across the 30, cross the 25, and rumble down and pick up the yards to gain. And he's going to get to the 20-yard line. First and 10, Red Rebels. That's a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. Had eight guys in the box, and he still ends up picking the first down before taken down by number 26, Corey Smith. He is uh, he has found uh, a gear. Uh, bad snap. It's going to just have to be fallen on, and looks like Oakland may have recovered this one. It's going to bounce off Clemmer onto the turf. Gage tries to fall on it and cannot fall on it. So he's going to get up and... Uh, Oakland will turn this one back. Uh, just an unfortunate sequence there. Really, the Rebel offense had found some things against this Rebel def- or against this Patriot defense. Bad snap. Gage Ledoux tries to jump on it, secure the football, just unable to do it. And uh, Jarrell Franklin uh, gets credited with the fumble recovery. Yeah, Gage Ledoux did everything he could to try to keep that football, and it just squirted out. And looks like Oakland uh, will set up shop under four here, three fifty-nine to be exact. And their offense will uh, will start at the at their own 24-yard line. 
Be Hewitt and shotgun. He's going to take the snap. Now quickly hands it to three. It's going to be number three, Mason Bell, with the carry. And he's going to get a couple. He's going to get out to the 26-yard line. Be a pickup of two, second and eight. Tries to run up the left hash mark there. Number 56, Brandon Husky gets credited with the tackle. Yeah, and again, heart is uh, is a thing here. Uh, I will say a professionalism has been on display. Uh, this football game has been very physical. It's been very uh, emotional. Uh, neither team is, as at this point, uh, with 3:25 to go, uh, been anything but just uh, just professional on the football field. 3:18 to play. Again, second and eight. It's going to be Hewitt's going to take the snap. He wants to call his own number. He's just going to lower his shoulder and try to bowl ahead forward. And they're going to give him they're going to give him the 30-yard line. It's going to be a pickup of about four. And that should be set up third and four for the Patriots. Again, if you're just joining us, uh, 2.58 to go in this semifinal matchup. Uh, Oakland 38, Maribel 15. Again, winner will advance to the state championship game next Saturday night. And we'll play the winner of Beach and Bartlett, which last look, four minutes to play in that one, was a four-point ball game. Well, you talked about the professionalism, Wayne, and the sportsmanship. Both these teams know in the last decade uh, they typically are the determined factor of who wins 6A football. So they respect. there's a mutual respect. Yeah, Hewitt will uh, again stay in shotgun, and he's going to try to call it again. He's going to go off left side. He's going to push ahead. He's going to get the necessary yards, and then a couple more, and it'll be a first down Oakland uh, as they get out to the 37-yard line of Oakland. So 2.16 to play, fresh set of downs. And again, Oakland, and barring any major change, we'll, uh, we'll be able to end this one on offense. Multiple Rebels in on the tackle, number 43, Jacob Richmond, and 44, Peyton Cooper in on the tackle. Trying to get an update on the Beach and Bartlett game. Again, a lot of games have went final. West did defeat Powell earlier tonight. Anderson County has advanced to the state game. Alcoa has advanced to the state game. And no update on the Beach Bartlett. But it looks like they're going to hand it off this time. It's going to be Hewitt's going to hand off, I believe, to number three, Bell. Let's see which one which one of the running backs come out of the pile. Oh, it's actually going to be Avery Hainsworth, uh, the sophomore running back, I believe. Uh, if, if if Google and Wikipedia is true, it uh, that's the son of a former Tennessee player, Washington Redskin, Tennessee Titan, uh, Albert Hainsworth, uh, sophomore. Yeah. Good tackle there by Brandon Husky. He is uh, he's playing through a lot of pain right now. This is his senior season. We'd like to see him out there making those plays. 106 to play, and, and Oakland second and five. It's going to be a quick uh, snap and, and going to be a new uh, new quarterback into this football game. And looks like number six, that's going to be Max Levinsky, the senior, is going to pick up the necessary yardage to move the chains again. It's under one to play, 49 seconds and counting, and Oakland it's about 45 seconds away from another state championship berth. Again, you, you made the comment, it's very much true. This is the 11th meeting between these two schools, five for the Red Rebels, five for the Oakland Patriots. This this 11th one is going to go in the way of the Oakland Patriots, but, man, they had to earn it here tonight. Again, Rebels never gave up, never, uh, never laid down, and continue to fight their way all the way down. But looks like uh, that's going to be – uh, the final play is they're going to advance it just a couple yards, and then uh, 
The, uh, the, the teams will meet at the 50-yard line. The Rebels have uh, composed themselves, and they're, they're getting to midfield, and they're, uh, they're going to handshake the, uh, the, the entry from this matchup, the Oakland Patriots. They do defeat the Red Rebels 38-15 here at Oakland High School. Uh, stay tuned. Uh, we do have more to cover. We do have the Smoky Mountain Axe House player of the game here tonight, but the final from Oakland High School, the Oakland Patriots 38 the Maryville Red Rebels 15. We'll be back with the 95.7 Duke FM postgame show. You're listening to Rebel Radio. We'll be right back. Stevenson Tire, three generations serving Blunt and surrounding counties for over 60 years. The friendly staff at Stevenson Tire is ready to assist you and get you back on the road quickly with the most trusted tire brands in the industry. Competitive prices, tire repairs too. Expect real hometown service at Stevenson Tire. The name to trust in East Tennessee is Stevenson Tire. 20 411 East Broadway Avenue in Maryville. Online at stevensontire.net or call 865-983-1621. Monday through Friday, 7.30 till 5. Saturday, 7.30 till noon. Close Sunday. Stevenson Tire. Yep, it's that time once again. It's football time in Tennessee. Hello, friends from Twin City Certified Used Cars, Trucks, and SUVs. If you're in the market for a like-new pre-owned vehicle, let Smiley Riley at Twin City Certified in Miraville be the choice. Over 600 pre-owns to choose from. It's auto buying made easy. 865-980-2600 or click TwinCityCertified.com. Twin City Certified in Miraville. It's the quality you deserve. Got a paint project, but your life is crazy busy? Let Keith Lane of Painter One Knoxville do it for you. Painter One is your first choice for all your painting needs. Paint really does have a powerful impact on mood, perception, and emotion. A warm, vibrant interior or reinvigorating outside walls? Trust Painter One. Exceptional customer service and communication. Two-year warranty and more. Renew your space. Renew your life with Painter One Knoxville. Online at PainterOne.com. Painter One is a proud sponsor of Maribel high school football if you have property to sell or you're looking to buy call dwight or sarah price at the dwight price group realty executives and they can help with all your real estate needs remember that no one sells more the dwight price group call 888 sold which is 865-888-7653 or go to dwightprice.com the dwight price group the right home with the right price you can get a kitchen tune-up in just days, not weeks, with Kitchen Tune-Up. Locally and family-owned Kitchen Tune-Up can update your kitchen with cabinet refacing, painting, new countertops, a backsplash, even a full custom kitchen makeover. The skilled craftsman of Kitchen Tune-Up can transform your outdated kitchen in days, not weeks. Choose American-made cabinetry and accessories or save time and money with cabinet refacing, remodeling your expectations in days, not weeks. Learn more at kitchentuneup.com. Kitchen Tune-Up is a proud sponsor of Maryville High School Football. Ain't going down till the sun comes up And welcome back to Oakland High School in the 95.7 Duke FM postgame show. Uh, I'm Wayne Kaiser, and uh, Ben is headed down to, to get our Smoky Mountain Axe House player of the game. Again, being out in the mid-state, they're going to be quick to the buses. But, uh, uh, again, uh, what a hard-fought game tonight. The Red Rebels, uh, again, their season does come to a close here at Oakland High School. A semifinal appearance, 10-4 record. 
to finish this 2022 campaign and, and just a bunch of kids that, that fought their heart out, found ways to win games that, uh, you know, just quite frankly, they, they were not picked to win. The, the media had kind of written them off, and the only ones that believed in them were the ones that wear red and black on Friday nights. And, and Coach Hunt did a, an amazing job getting these kids ready for tonight. Again, a lot of splash plays uh, early in this football game. Teams could have mailed it in the second half. This Rebel team didn't do that. Uh, drove deep in Oakland territory a couple times. One of those, an unfortunate fumble that, that turned back uh, the Rebel advances, but then another Cannon Johnson dime piece by Matthew Clemmer uh, to score to make it uh, to 15, and then also had the uh, the safety back in the end zone block punt safety uh, to kind of move that uh, needle just yet again. So a great performance here tonight. Just uh, just didn't get in the end zone as many times as the Patriots did, and and ultimately uh, the Patriots defended their home turf uh, again here at Ray Hughes Stadium. The home stand over there was a was a wild one. Uh, they definitely. Uh, support their football team, uh, but uh, we, we wouldn't have wanted to be anywhere else, uh, again, supporting these Red Rebels, a group of young men uh, that will forever be uh, that group that uh, had a lot of adversity in the regular season but kind of defied the odds and uh, and got to uh, this semifinal round uh, yet again, as they have in many, many years. But uh, I want to go to the sideline to Mr. Chris Hips. Uh, again, Chris, uh, as you look at this football game, uh, a team could have could have kind of mailed it in the second half. This team fought their tails off uh, to draw it closer here in the in the late going of this one. Yeah, Wayne couldn't say it better. I mean, I want to definitely point out, you know, that it wasn't until three minutes to go in the game that Oakland decided to bring their starters out of the game. As you know, this late push that was in the second half came against Oakland starters. I mean, the entire time. This team fought hard. Uh, like you said, just the last 20 yards, it feels like, on four drives uh, killed us a couple of times, you know, the turnovers. But, I mean, what what more can you say to the heart of these players? You know, I hate seeing the seniors go out with a loss. You know, I hate seeing these guys, you know, with teary eyes. But, I mean, heck of a season by them guys. They deserve nothing but the best. And I can't wait to see what each one, every one of them have going for them, you know, starting next year. Yeah, and, and I think the, this junior class, you know, Gage Ledoux being kind of the stalwart to drive home this uh, this next year's the 2023 Rebels. Uh, I think uh, you've, you've got to be excited about what's there. There's some pieces to replace, but I think every good team has those pieces to replace, and they they've uh, you know they've got a, a lot in front of them. But uh, you know, we had our uh, we had our hands full selecting this week Smoky Mountain Axe House Player of the Game, uh, but I think really uh, at the end of the day. Uh, even though um, things they knew what was going to happen, uh, Gage Ledoux was very difficult to attack, to bring down, and ultimately uh, was a one-man wrecking crew until they, they finally just sold out to stop him, and that opened up other things. So uh, I think our vote's got to be for Gage Ledoux, and uh, I hope you'll, uh, in, in the mass that's out there uh, on their football field, hope you can find Mr. Ledoux. But I want to kick it around a little bit uh, um, Ken Main providing stats. Uh, Gage will do 142 yards and a touchdown. Uh, looking at what their season averages were, uh, that's almost double what they were allowing per game. So I think Gage is really uh, responsible and, and deserving of this week's player of the game. Uh, some scores from around the area. Uh, again, Beach did did finally take care of Bartlett. So they will, Beach and Oakland will be the 6A final game as Beach defeats Bartlett 50-39. to 
Uh, again, looks to be a, a final play there. Uh, but looking at final stats, again, provided by Ken Main, uh, as he's done each and every week, and, and this week in the cold, uh, very appreciative to him. Final score, 38 for Oakland, 15 for the Red Rebels. Uh, but 21st downs for Maryville, 10 for Oakland. Again, a lot of splash plays there uh, to separate that score. Maryville had 31 touches, 136 rushing yards. Uh, Oakland had 35 touches, 406 on the ground. Oakland had zero passing yards tonight. Uh, Maryville had 209 passing yards. Uh, total offense, 59 plays, 345 for Maryville, 39 total plays for 406 for Oakland. Again, individual stats, we talked about Gage Ledoux. Uh, he had, uh, uh, looks like, 27 touches, 142 and a touchdown, a 34-yard long. Uh, Matthew Klimmer uh, had uh, had four carries and had some negative yardage based on sacks. But let's, uh, let's jump it down uh, to our sideline reporter who looks to have uh, maybe Gage Ledoux uh, for our Smoky Mountain Axe House Player of the Game interview. Hey, Wayne, yeah, I'm down here with the Smoky Mountain Axe Player of the Game, Mr. Gage Ledoux. Uh, Gage, another hard-fault game. Uh, I know it's not the way you wanted it in the season. I know you wanted one more game. Uh, incredible night, the hard running. Uh, what did you see from the defense tonight? It seemed like they kept uh, stacking the box, trying to zone in on the run game. Yeah, right. They're a very good defense, obviously, and, uh, you know, didn't get it done. I mean, an incredible run in that first drive. Uh, I mean, I think you bounced off at least three people to get in that 20-yard touchdown run. Um, you know, the physicality. I know being a junior, um, this is going to sting a little bit, but, you know, I've seen your leadership already this season on the sideline. Next year, being a senior, um, you know, ready to take a next step and be the leader of this uh, offense. Uh, yeah, I'm going to miss those senior guys for sure, you know. All these people that we're going to lose, but I just got to keep doing my thing, and uh, there'll be guys that will step up to do theirs. So, thank you, Gage, and incredible season again. Thank you for uh, you know being another Smoky Alex player twice this year. Uh, of course, we're going to do our sign off here just shortly. If you got time to do that with us again. Yeah, I think we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and sign this one off again. Got to get on the road back uh, to Maryville, but uh, great great questions for Gage and, and make sure he understands. Uh, again, great team efforts. Again, just Oakland uh, had had just a little bit more here tonight. But Gage, uh, the Red Rebels have fallen to the Oakland Patriots here in the semifinal rounds, ending the Red Rebels 2022 campaign. The Rebels fall to 10 and 4, and the Patriots of Oakland High School improved to 13 and 1. Final score from Oakland High School: Maryville 15, Oakland 38. So we look to finish up tonight's broadcast. Let's take some time to thank all that makes this broadcast possible. Thanks to the great administration at Maryville High School, Athletic Director Landon Harris. Uh, thanks to all the sponsors you've heard in and out of the breaks. But the stalwart of the shift key, Mr. Ken Main, has brought us up to minute stats each and every week this week, and thank him for all he's done for Rebel Radio. But a special thanks to Miss Laura back at the studio for getting us in and out of the breaks all night long. But for Ben Metz, Chris Hips, and Gage Ledoux, I'm Wayne Kaiser, and you've listened to Rebel Radio. If you're leaving the stadium or on the road home, take care, be safe, and yes, go Rebels. Go, go Rebels. Rebels. Get ends and then stack them. Don't let nothing distract us. Excuse me, Mr. DJ. Pretty girls get